Hello and welcome to this episode 34. I am re- reliably informed of the Northern Invasion podcast. You are joined by me, Mr. Stu West, Mr. Uh, also by Mr. or Dr. or something Scott Smith. Thank you very much for the correct uh, introduction. Yes, good evening. Mr. Lee Am Watt. Good evening. And Nathan Watson. Why do I not get a doctor in front of mine? become a consultant you get called mister again so yeah it's okay i think you just have to do the learning i just learn i learn a lot you become you could become like reverend watts or something quite easily oh yeah that's pretty easy yeah i could be dr watson that's why i should that is gotta be the best we've got to do this i'll buy it I think we should next <laughs> Can you Patreon. buy me a doctorate? Yeah, yeah, I reckon we can. We'll use next month's Patreon to buy Nathan a doctorate. Then, then he can be Dr. Watson. I promise if you do it, I will depot my name. Oh, you don't even need to. Do you not? No, you'll just be a doctor. Can you just assume the title? It's an internet-given accolade. She's okay. got she's got connections at the University of Orkney, you're sort of... <laughs> nice. The University of Highlands and Islands. You'll be the third, I was going to say, you'll be the third student they've ever had. <laughs> Loads of them. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us this evening. We're we're running a little bit late for for uh, reasons out with our control, <laughs> out with our control. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, uh, so um, maybe we should just get straight into things. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make excuses. It, it's nobody's fault. Um, but but they have. They have been very patient, and I've been eating chips, and getting dressed, and um, drinking beer with a former employer. So that was good. Um, there we go. Is he okay. your former employer because you were drinking with him? Is that what's happened? No, the, it, or because you were undressed? No, <laughs> no the guy was um, he he was the person who gave me my first real job. I've had a number of jobs, but he's the what first... sort of job? Uh-huh. Is this the guy from the Branston Pickle Factory? <laughs> no, no, no. This is my career. He, he initiated right. my career. So I, I was when I first met him, I was a veg, fruit and vegetable delivery driver. Stu, you're the most random <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, no, I did that for a year, and I I delivered fruit and vegetables to um uh to restaurants and things, and the Trafford Centre mainly in Manchester. And then I applied for a job as a planning enforcement officer. Actually, this is irrelevant to all these people. And anyway, this was the person who gave me my first job. And uh, he's now about 80, but he's just sunk five pints and a couple of whiskey. So uh, fair play to to Mr. Roy Johnson. And um, I hope his wife received your podcast. No, no, but... You know, he's is a is a is a legend. In his Does he own. have WhatsApp? I, I don't know. Oh, God, speaking no. about WhatsApp. Oh Jesus, no! WhatsApp, dude. WhatsApp. <laughs> oh man, how do you cope with this shit? Right, he's, let me just, he's not. Oh, I don't. Oh, hang on, let me press this button. <laughs> Liam doesn't do you bathe in every single day. I mean, so the first thing you need to learn this? about WhatsApp is you need to mute the channel for one year as soon as you join it. That's the first. That's the first rule of WhatsApp. Yes. Well, what I've realised is that everybody in the Age of Sigma tournament scene has no job. <laughs> Untrue. How we can are all just good at hiding? We all have jobs. Or we <laughs> don't it. actually do our jobs, and all we do is. I was sat Dude, there. This is the next thing. Stuart, looking you need to get at this thing. 
it kept making a beep and I kept looking at it and I was like, yeah, it does it on my wrist because for some reason I can't stop it beeping my wrist. Oh, you need wrist... turn notifications on your, uh, your watch. I'll tell you what, next time I see you, you can help me. It's like grand. Oh, no, Are you telling me you've I got, got a, a smart watch? Bill Pollock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, didn't have a clue. <laughs> He's had an Apple watch since they first came out for some reason. It's just made of Apple. No, no, it's a, it's a I love gadget. It. I, bet, I bet it's like, this thing is so good, it just never rings or nothing. And now it's just nonstop. No, no. The former Mrs. West at Christmas time decided I was fat and didn't do enough stuff on my because she was gambling. That reminds me every hour how fucking lazy I am. And then it tells me I've got to get up and go for a run. And then it tells me how slow I am. And it tells me how bloody fast my heart beats. Now so it just only... tells you about the latest filth from the... Some child who I respect immensely for being an age of Sigma is mocking me for some reason. Telling oh, me well, that I've... Mr. Pollock, or Master Pollock. Pollock. Master I, th- Pollock. I think he's a good lad, and I don't mind taking abuse from a... How old is... school hall, you can tell at school holidays because he's like messaging well into Actually, one a.m. Yeah, as I was say, <laughs> say, you do also remember half these people are teachers, and this is why they all have yeah. this. No, oh, it's good fun. Anyway, I shall not complain about bloody but you, but have wasting you... money on the wasting the money in the NHS. I would say Scott that you're always on there. I'd say. Oh Still. yeah, multitasking. That's it's it. all right because Boris Johnson's directly funding Scott. It was it's Brexit money. <laughs> so from Boris, you're in what like two chat groups now. You, you need to discover I've, and open, open your mind to the full spectrum. Apparently, I've got free because somebody's directly messaged me to send me a question. And if you remind that's me later, group. that's not a group. That's just your contact. Well, it comes up as a bloody group on the thing. <laughs> tells me it's a group. See, see if there's an army you like. There's a chat group for it. I'm and, not. And if and Liam's in it. Let's get him in the Sylvaneth one. No chance. <laughs> The death one? Do you want in the Neferata one? I don't want well, I've got a Neferata chat if you want to join it. You need to be a better Neferata. How, how can you function as a human and have all this shit binging at you all day? You mute it. Yeah. You so in, you, you wait for the message the to get like well, then how can you not look at it? Because when the little number comes up, but it only comes it up, up if it's not muted. You've got so you only see the messages when you click on WhatsApp to have a look. But mm. the number comes up to tell you how many messages you've not had after you found the mute button. Because Scott thankfully showed me the mute button after Will had showed me the gift button because I couldn't respond in a the gift button. <laughs> oh, that's important. That's that's the second that is, what's happened. Uh, yeah, you've, you've got to get your gift game up to speed. A gift. Anyway, we should stop mocking me. The gift that keeps on giving. Nobody wants to listen to me getting abuse and talking about technology like some kind of technophobe. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. Anyway. I'm fucking close it now. I'm still dealing with a bloody phone. Somebody's got the agenda, aren't they? Oh, is, what hobby update? It's surely a hobby update. I think it is. Do. I've purchased stuff. I, I'm, still, I'm still in a still room. I'm in a bloody room. Right, I've got... I'm in a room. Yeah, I know, but I've only got a room. I've bought, though, I've bought a, a box of Brutes um, for... Issues we may talk about later. I don't know. Are we talking about Warcry? No, it's not Age of Sigmar. I don't think we should talk about it. it. Hang on a minute. Here's the book. It says Warhammer Age of Sigmar Warcry. Yeah. So it's Warhammer Age of Sigmar. A box of Brutes is 1,000 points. It's phenomenal. It's the best choice. Um, I've bought some Brutes. 
I've bought some contrast paints, as you do. I've bought some uh, Astromech droids from Bandai in 1 to 12 scale to build. I've bought Pandemic Cthulhu, just because Pandemic's great and I like Cthulhu. Love Cthulhu. Yeah. yeah. I love, love yeah. H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Well, you should read some of my published stories. <laughs> should send them across to me. For free, and then I will. Yeah, I will do. That's fine. I think that they're free on Amazon. Just search Stuart West. You've, you've got a PS4, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You should play Bloodborne. It's a great game. Uh, it's quite a based off of HP Lovecraft. Cool. Really beautiful. There you go. There we go. Dissect from Age of Sigmar. There we go. Ah, oh, no, I love sorry. Broaden your horizons, people. Read Lovecraft. It's phenomenal. I remember ride, driving up from our uh, last tournament, and I, I put... um some Lovecraft on in the in the car and poor Shane was sat on the back seat and for three hours he listened to the colour out of space and I think oh. it changed him as a human so um, <laughs> at the end he said just what the fuck is this <laughs> so everybody out there listen to Lovecraft, it's great anyway uh, that's my hobby, there's not been much I've been reading stuff, I've read the Warcry stuff, it's really good um, I've got I've got games lined up this week. I've got um, I've got a game against Aaron. Aaron, Aaron. I'm gonna to have to speak to him again. I've not spoken to him for a while. I can't remember. I think it's Aaron. Uh, he, you might remember him from previous tournaments. He's the guy who was like the volleyball king, who came. I think he came to one of your tournaments in Aberdeen. He came to a few, two of mine. Yeah. He got the spoon, and uh, he's now gonna to come to Onslaught, which is great. Um, is at uni in Edinburgh, so he's gonna be he's gonna be a joining us again in tournaments which is cool um so i'm playing him on thursday on our club night he's going to face off against legion of night with his um with his corn uh and arwin is playing uh war cry against eric which should be good fun and then she's probably going to school me in that uh but no that's good and then i'm down for to observe uh, um warpath yeah, not quite Warcry, it's Warpath on Saturday, which I'm really looking forward to. So that's my hobby. How about you, Scott? What have you been up to? Yeah, not not a huge amount. Uh, much like you, buying some stuff. But in terms of actually doing anything, I've built half a Wood Elf Blood Bowl team. I got excited by those models. They're, they're awesome. Much better than the Beast Grave. Shut your face. Whatever they are. They're uh, awesome. Really terrible, let's be honest. Anyway, we'll, anyway, we'll, we'll come. I'm sure we'll come. Oh, we'll Carnothai. I thought it was Carnothai. Carnothai. I'd call it Carnothai. Yeah. But who knows? I'm I'm a mank. Um. Do I need that Carnothai? It sounds like a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the sweet smell of uh, freshly opened plastic stuff because I've just opened my Warcry box about 15 minutes ago so my little hobby den is still smelling of uh, unhealthy plastics Um, and it's pretty awesome goodness me you get a lot of stuff I'm a bit gutted now because I bought the book and a box of Brutes for like 55 quid whereas for an extra 25 quid (laughs) on on, with your favoured online retailer you could have got like Two war bands, the book, the deck of cards that I bought as well for an extra yeah, quid, yeah. plus like a massive sack full of scenery. So the scenery that excites me, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. That looks amazing. That that kind of um, statue. And how's the board? 
How's the yeah. board thing? Well, it's it's, it's it's is it paper or cardboard? What it's is it? cardboard? Cardboard, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of been folded up in or it's it's in sort of quadrants. It looks like, but it it's the same size nice. as Kilton, so it looks quite nice. Yeah, I used my I finally used my Northern Invasion voucher from last year, um, nice. about a month or two ago, and I bought a couple of mats from Playmats.eu, uh, and I got I gambled I gambled on Warcry being the same size as Kill Team, and bought is two. It? Kill team size mats, it is. Oh, do you want those quite handy? Shoot well? scores. If you put two of them together, if you've got the same ones and they fit like they kind of go mm. together, that's a meet and engagement size oh, table as really? well. Well, yeah. if it if mm. if I, be- I believe it's uh, twenty two inches by thirty. Yeah. So if you put them together, it'd be forty four by thirty, which is within the pad the sort of like set up for meeting engagements yeah. yeah that's what they did at the first meeting engagement tournament at warhammer world they put two kill team boards and Warcry boards together mm. and that was the that was the tables that's excellent does anybody have the the play mats voucher code that we gave out at northern invasion yeah it's i got it in that's, my bag somewhere that's good for us to give out to listeners as well so if you do want to order a neoprene or a they call it an e-leather mat which is like a two-sided satin finish thing where you can have two different things which costs the same as about a neoprene mat and then if you want to pay about a third less than that you can buy vinyl but vinyl's pretty nasty so did, did everyone vinyl. did everyone get the same code or is it uh yeah i think it's just a standard northern invasion yeah. code um how much off was it it's like 10 or something i think 10%, it was just 10 percent yeah. but they're a yeah. pretty good price anyway to be honest um so, was that yeah. game at EU or what was it? Yeah, playmats.eu. Yeah, so I'm going to their site now. Yeah, try and find the the voucher code. We'll read it out, and if people can use that, six, uh, they'll know it's five, going to us. Six five three yeah. one eight zero six zero. Yeah, is that the, the code? Playmats.eu. That is code, yeah. Oh, cool. my voucher. So there you go, people. Use it. And if you buy stuff, they'll think, oh, and then Northern Invasion. If you're going to buy some miniatures, purchase. if you're going to buy some miniatures, go to Elman Games and use the code <laughs> LIA. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we need to get a podcast, one of them, and it can fund our addictions. But the thing with Playmats is they're really good. They've, they've helped us out in the past. Um, this year they gave us, well, we purchased quite a lot of stuff as well as part of the uh, thing but they did give us some bonuses so we got some like a two foot by two foot display mats for our um shortlisted coolest armies um yep. nice. oh yeah Very i saw nice them coffee. where did you get them from can you buy them on the website i can't see them not yet no um but what i did it was I, a sample pack wasn't it them. well I, I i i kind of put it forward to them saying you know um two foot by two foot's the standard thing for display boards it'd be really cool if we could make some for the shortlisted armies and maybe it'd be a product line you could do in the future and they didn't know whether or not it's the sort of thing people would want but i thought it would be because if they've got such a variety if you buy something that matches your army it means you don't have to carry something really big around with you and you can just sort of like flap it out on the table and stick your arm so anyway you can buy a two foot by two foot display mat um for a reasonable price from them as well and if you get it if you fire it in with your normal mat it'll cost you very little extra so would you need to contact them to ask them about it because i'm on their website just now and i I can't see it 
Yeah, you know, you'd have to send them a message. There's like a chat button. All oh, right, yeah. And if you click the chat button and it's within normal working hours, they're really cool, the people. Uh, they're a good bunch. Just tell them that we sent you. And uh, hopefully they'll, they'll support us in the future as well. Because for years now, for every Northern Invasion, they've given us some really good stuff. Um, and we really appreciate it. They also made those great Resonarium bridges. Um, and I think they've just started some some new terrain stuff. They've got a Kickstarter going at the moment, I think. But it's not something I've been involved in. Uh, but anyway, good shout out to them. So yeah, um, uh, well, other hobby. I, I had a game of uh, again, kind of semi Age of Sigmar related. I had a game of Night Vault Underworlds. Finally, uh, well, almost two weeks ago at the club last time with Mister Hans. So that was good fun. Um, and and following that, I got the kind of mad bloodlust and went and bought lots of kind of some more <laughs> cards and tokens and shit off eBay. So. <laughs> to go with all the war bands that I'll probably never paint but um, it's a good fun game I like it um, and and yeah I've kind of been getting the getting the urge to do skirmishy things so again not not English related that's kind of the theme so far but uh, getting myself whipped off about Necromunda especially with the new those new enforcers Palantine or they're called it's enforcers coming up people incited that band yeah. there's about four or five people at the EK club are buying into them Oh, they're 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 very cool, and I've got a couple of um, I've got a corridor that I picked up when we're down to heat two as well. So I, I want to I do want to play it. It's it's really cool, um, kind of vibe to it. Uh, and of course they they have they have dice which you cannot buy anywhere, which is like kind of a, a hook for me. It's, it's, I've got to go in the hunt to find it. So I've managed to I've managed to source some dice as well. So that's good. You got to have dice. You got to have limited edition dice. That's that's the kind of that's my uh, my cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, that's probably it. Not really much AOS. The, the, the army for Warpath is ready. It was the same army it used at um, Northern Invasion. So that keeps that easy. So that's me, really. And have you got a chosen team for Warcry? Well, I have pre ordered the Unmade this weekend coming, for, the, for this weekend coming. Um, Obviously got the core set guys, and I've I've grabbed some cards as well. Obviously got the flesh eater cards, and I picked up the iron jaws cards because yes. I've got them kind of on the on the burner too. So jaws, yeah, five brutes. But I've two, not played a game a thousand yet. Points. No, I've not. I'm playing on no. Thursday. But the book, the book is magnificent. I've been flicking yeah, through it. Goodness me, it's it's how big is this? Hundred and sixty pages. Wow. It's, it seems good. It's like a halfway house between Mordheim and some kind of skirmish game. It's good. They've put a lot of work into it. I mean, look at all these terrain maps and kind of. I'd like to see a little bit more character development and, and personalization. Personally, Do you know, like where you can, like in Mordheim, the great thing was you could you could buy new weapon options or armor options. Have you ever played Frostgrave? That's quite yeah. similar to that. That does like. Where you'd have a wizard and these band or a knight and things like that, and they can you can spend gold that you collect in missions of that, and you can spend it to give them better weapons and things. That's oh, actually in the great it's game. really good. And then you convert things up to make you different characters. Uh, and I was expecting or hoping for that in um in Warcry. Might be. So I might get an update. This is just the start. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it kind of goes there with the campaigns. You do get you do get upgrades for people and and stuff but um i was hoping for a little bit more customization but i'm not knocking it at all i uh i am 
excited. I mean, like but it. it's obviously the AOS kill team vibe and, and kind of team <coughs> format, but they've put an awful lot more kind of IP development work into this. It's it's really a huge amount of uh, activity has gone into it, clearly. A so labor sure... of love almost. Yeah, well, obviously that guy, Sam, whatever his name, he was he's kind of skirmish, Mr. Skirmish rules, isn't he? But he... Uh, but just even the art, everything about it, they, they've just really ploughed a lot of effort into it, it looks like. so. It but, was but... interesting in here in the uh, Stormcast episode with Ben Johnson of it, back saying that um, the way that they've divided the um, the teams now back at HQ is that um, there's the specialist games, 40k and AOS, and Warcry mm-hmm. sits with AOS. Yeah, so well, Kill, Kill really... Team sits with 40k. Yeah, I think that really bodes well, though, because yeah. Underworlds is kind of a bit of a step away. Yeah. Um. So it's quite nice that that there's that that closeness, and I think as it develops over the years, um, we'll see a lot more synergy with AOS. You think it'll develop? I don't mean to knock it, but like, I know you can't like specialist games. You're not. I don't know if it'll count as a specialist game, and you won't be able to play it in the store after like. And it's six week window or something that it gets. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Time will tell, won't it? Yeah. Um, hopefully, it'll be okay. Uh, it's a shame if you can't play things like Bullet Bowl and that in in the GW store. I know can't, that they the they, get, they get really good uh, time in sort of like independent gaming stores. I mean, there's a there's it, a Bullet Bowl club. There's quite a lot of separate clubs in Aberdeen for all the other. Specialist games, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, there like is a Lord of the Rings. Dragon Battle game's different, though, because it got updated. Okay. Uh, but I remember for a while, you had done that you could play Hobbit. Right. I remember rightly. Uh, Don't take my word for it, but I know there was an issue at one point for... Uh, well, we don't we don't have a, a local official GW, so... Uh, it's not a, a problem we have to face, but no, it'd be good if you could play this in there. It'd be great to see. I mean, it's the perfect start-up. If you can buy a 30-quid warband or whatever it costs um, and then just crack it out and play uh, with a couple of bits of... Well, you want a few bits of scenery, obviously, but um, as I say, a box of Brutes is a 1,000 points, and I think each of those um, actual warbands is a 1,000 points, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's the, pretty much that's the, and that's the idea. about 30 quid a box, I think. Well, like a bit Rick's less, done. a bit less, yeah. But it's interesting, you say, you say it's, a, it's a kind of starter, and it is, a, obviously it is a skirmish game, but at the moment there's nowhere to take these... You know, well, the, the, you can the, take the fo- it into Path to Glory, can't you? The focus of it is, no, but I mean the focus of the game is the Chaos guys. Yeah. At the, at the moment, there's nowhere to take them in AOS. Okay, they've released the scrolls and whatnot, but... Okay, oh, got, you, wait for you, the slaves to darkness. You've but... got to think there's something going, yeah. Yeah, it's coming, it's coming. But how they would knit it together, I don't know. I mean, they're, it's they're all the very Varen different. Spire, the Varen book. Yeah, but how, how do you knit all these warbands together in one army? It, it doesn't quite work, I don't think. But no. Unless you put it under, like, what they've done in the War Clans book that's rumoured, you know what I mean? Like, you've yeah. got Bone Splitters, Iron Jaws, and then the Grand Clans. Yeah. So, like, yeah. so you could have, like, a Dark Oath. As slaves to darkness, and then ever chosen, and everything goes and ever chosen because obviously they 
Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it'd be a hell of a release if they're going to do if they're going to expand up all these warband into armies. Goodness me, there's that's a lot of kits. But who knows? Who knows? It would be exciting. awesome. I, I think it's chaos. a good place. <laughs> uh, I wanted to get the um, splintered fangs. Are they called? Oh, the kind they of look, snake guys. Yeah, they look pretty awesome. But Eric's yeah, cool. Eric's uh, claimed them for his very own. The only ones that's not been claimed up here is the unmade. They're all amazing. They're not. They, they tickle uh, my fancy. I don't know. That guy on his funny stilts just doesn't do it for me. So it looks like. Well, I'm not even going to go into it. What it looks like because it's not appropriate. But um, I think the Iron Jaws is a good one for me because I don't. I don't play Iron Jaws, so it'll be quite nice for me. Very similar. And there's one you campaign. Are, That's it. Well, it's good for those that don't know. Each of the Chaos Warcry bands. I've got two campaigns in the book and the ones that are the non-chaos ones like um, the Night Haunt, the um, the Grand Host of Nagash, the Iron Jaws, the Iron Nest, the Daughters of Cain, all these different ones have got one. So you can play through like a campaign with them. Um, at that point it ends with those, whereas there are two for each of the chaos ones. But it does say that there will be future supplements with additional campaigns. Um, So you can imagine them in, you can imagine them in white dwarf or you can imagine them in um, additional books. You only need something pretty loose and uh, pretty, I don't know, pamphlety almost because the way they put out, is just a little map with stages. And then there are three key battles that you face and then there's a little section about how you can use your glory points to to get uh, bonuses. And it's like a one-page thing for each campaign. So you can imagine there'll be quite a lot comes through. I can imagine the Christmas one will probably have some pretty good content. The Christmas White Dwarf. Um, Lego. Oh, Sorry yeah, about they, that. They like a little bunch of free cards and stuff, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. So what about Mr. Watson? Oh, what? Sorry, we've done it the wrong way round. You I'm do sorry. Watson first. No, no, no. no. Leave the youngest to last. No. <laughs> the youngest. I'm painting, I'm painting my daughter's skin at the moment. I am actually right now still painting my daughter's skin. Uh, Trying to get these guys done. What other hobbies have you ever taken to do an army? Just take my time, man. Take it slow. Uh, it's a nonsense. I've not used the airbrush at all in the end. I just decided. You've painted two armies in the time it's taken. <laughs> Taken me to paint two models. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, I've, I've primed one model. <laughs> I'm still looking at this half-built gun hauler, thinking, "Shit, I wish I'd really do something with this gun hauler." I, I, my other hobby, I built a commander deck for Magic the Gathering on the weekend. Went down to Highlander and Dundee, through their car, uh, loose cards and that, and that was a lovely Saturday out. Uh, see, not all just the the painting train all the time. Uh, no, just painting. Uh, at the moment, Warcry doesn't interest me, is it? Because it's obviously in its starting window. I'd probably try play it maybe after a year when obviously there's a bit more to do with it rather than being limited by just like the starter book and things like that. If that makes sense. Have you moved house? Yeah, I moved house two weeks ago. Well done. Have you got Thank more you. space? I do. I'm in my spare bedroom at the moment. Oh, well done. Spare Which bedroom. Has... That bodes well for me when I come down to Aberdeen next. There you go. Yeah, there's <laughs> a bed and everything. <laughs> there you go. Invite. You can just look at MV at my painting desk with all my painted models. You've got my, 
And then on one side cabinet, you've got all my trophies. On the other side, you've got half a daughter's uh, Slanesh army. That's I've got more best sports sports, sports trophies. That's all I've got. Yeah. <laughs> don't need those. My big sword's no, in the corner. They don't count. But, yeah. yeah. Wow. No, just painting, getting ready for Warpath this weekend. Totally new army, so had a couple of games with it. I haven't played. I played last week against John. It was a good game. Uh, other than that, not much games really. It's quiet, even for it's summer holidays where you think you get heaps of games with all the people, but just fitting it all in between painting and moving house, like you say, and that. Playing Dark Souls as well. There you go. Mm-hmm. Excellent. What's on? What's on? Mm, not much. Um, did a little bit of painting. I've already spoke about my army that I painted up. I've not really done a whole lot since then. Um, I built nine Giselles, 40 Plague Monks, and a Screaming Bell. And I've got them just kind of primed and stuff. But yeah, I've not really How done a lot of the Plague Monks to build. Uh, they are honestly the worst models ever. I actually think that they're ugly. I don't like them. I think that anybody that does like some looks at them from a nostalgic point of view because the models are just horrid. <laughs> like they've got no detail. There's massive gaps around where you're meant to stick their heads. The blades are all dead chunky. They just don't look as nice as the the other sculpts, but unfortunately they are really good in the game. So everybody needs a unit of 40 of them, maybe two. Um, but yeah, my airbrush broke, so I'm not really doing much until I get that fixed. I've got a new one on its on the way. It's coming next week, so I'll maybe do a bit more hobby then. I've played a bunch of games. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Warpath, but I don't think I'll be playing at the what's moment. Your recommend, what's your recommended airbrush? At the moment, I've just been buying the really sort of cheap one on Amazon. Um, I've noticed it's like cheap Chinese knockoff of good airbrushes, but for what I'm using it for, I don't really, I wouldn't benefit from like a more expensive one other than the fact that I wouldn't need to keep replacing it every time something breaks on it. Um, I do have my eye, I have done quite a bit of research into upping my airbrush game and maybe getting like a slightly better one. Um, I found one for around about 60 quid that I'm going to buy, but I've just, uh, I've not had the spare cash sitting about. So I'll probably buy that over the next few months. Then when I do maybe talk about it a bit more because I've been enjoying using airbrush and I want to use it a lot more. So I'm definitely going to invest into it before I start my own project, uh, which I'll probably not start for another month or so. But yeah, I'm going to use the airbrush quite a bit in future. But yeah, just a couple of games and a bit of building and uh, making sure that I'm ready for when the baby comes. We've been doing a lot of... I've painted a room. I've built furniture for the baby's room. Built pram today. What size um, brush did you use to paint it? I used a, I used a roller. I wish I could use a roller to paint miniatures. <laughs> I actually was thinking about getting the airbrush out. Probably actually to a bit better, brothers. to be honest. Than yeah. paint <laughs> <laughs> we, did actually, we did actually use the large shade brush i had one of them kicking about we used that to do the edges because we didn't have a small around brush the, around the lights no i we did it for the ceiling like the 
where the wall because the ceiling's white and the walls like a kind of gray. Yeah. So we used the large shade brush for that because I had a spare one. Just and kicked about. Is it gray, it, just it, like your skaven, or <laughs> it's uh, it's gray, it's grayscale. It's a concept room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're lazy and you um, you've affixed your uh, light switches and plug sockets before you paint, rather than leaving them loose like the sensible man. What you can do is use the the large flat brush. Do you know the large base coat brush that's got the chiseled edge? Yeah, there's oh, yes. like a side edge. Yeah, that, that is phenomenal around a light switch. Yeah, so, no, we mm-hmm. we uh, took them off the wall. <laughs> uh, well, that's what the sensible person does. Yeah, but as I say, if you're not the sensible person, reach into your uh, hobby sack and pull out that. I don't want to see inside your hobby sack. Yeah, this, no, my old hobby sack's not to be looked in. <laughs> so, what what what's next? News? Does anybody want to go first? News? Go on, I'll go last. I'll let you go first, Scott. It is with your news stick. Well, we can talk about the Gen Con. Yes. News, which was for AOS. Well, that's kind of semi AOS, isn't it? The all the box game stuff. Yeah. So the beast, the, the, I don't know what they, what they call them, Karnothi, we talked about it earlier. Yeah. Karnothi? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't float my boat, but you guys no. really like it. They teased the line at uh, Warhammer Fest. There's quite a lot of lore in the Sylvaneth book and one of the other, like I say quite a lot of lore. I think there's a couple of paragraphs where they mention the Karnothi and they talk about um, I think it's a deep Orion a bit as well. So I think, our, they? Well, well, they don't mention him by name, but I, th- I believe he has been uh, alluded to. And they talk about they strengthen themselves between summer and winter and stuff. So I'm pretty sure that they're going to be like a faction in their own right. The fact that a lot we'll of the, the next elf wanderers, a lot of the wanderers went kind of last chance for buy, didn't they? That was probably yeah, one of the bits of news we I should talk that's about. Yeah, that's the next bit. But just to stay on track with the Carnothi thing, they haven't taken Wild Riders and Sisters of the Thorn, which are Wanderers units, or Eternal Guards. So, uh, like a sort of Carnothi slash, like maybe they'll ally with Sylvaneth in a way or something. Like the dock set. Just give mm. them free kits and they'll be fine. Yeah. So Because they've already got two kits there that do two things, like what... Uh, we have because mm. two kits because it's internal guard and I can't remember what the other troops. Is it unit sisters you make. of the watch or did they disappear? Sisters, well? sisters of the thought they're still there as well. Sisters yeah, of the watch, they're as the well. ones that were the um, it was like the the shadow elves and yeah. the archers, yeah they were dual build, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean and the, the other internal one, the guard internal was guard. the wildwood what? rangers, weren't they? With the big wildwood rangers. Hand. That's what the big yeah. double-handed. Oh, thing. the glaives, yeah. yeah. So you've got those, that's a dual <coughs> then you've got Sister Thorn and Wild Riders, so that's, that's five units already. That's still more than mm-hmm. what some... Plus you'll need, you'll need some units of kind of centaur wooden dudes, you know what I mean? The, like you see in the underworlds. Yeah, because they're on You could have a unit of them, you could have a unit of lions. satire guys. Or you could, well, have a hero, you could have a hero guys. that comes with a lion. Kind of like what a Griffin and Castellan are. Mm-hmm. Give them a big hero that gives you like free kits, like what Marathi does. Or I think it could be Age an interesting release. Another thing that I would like to discuss for news Aspect is the fact volume. we've not had any further information about the free cities or the Warclans or the Ogre or the Death Hint 
for well, almost all, a fortnight now. All this is post our last episode, so we last recorded the day before yeah. the open day, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And we were speculating on various things. And I do think that I mentioned a Frisa is um, listening back, a Frisa is release. So there you go. But yeah, we, there was the the announcement that there was going to be a combined orcs thing. Warclans. Like, looked like it was going to be Iron Jaws, Bone Splitters. And I don't know what else. No Greenskins. That's it. Greenskins have no IP. They're, uh, they've gone the way of the, the generic fantasy roleplay game. Um, and then you've got the Free Cities, which everybody thought was going to be great. It's devoted. It's this, it's that, it's the other. And then hot on the back of that announcement was the announcement that um, they were discontinuing a lot of the traditional Free Cities-esque units. Good riddance. So if you read the books, most of the law in the novels and whatnot, the um, the Dark Elves uh, are pretty prominent if you're reading through it and you're reading through things like the um, City of Secrets and the... Uh, Silver Shard and whatnot, and Realm Slayer, the uh, that whole sort of thing about um, Dark Elves, Witch Elves, and things are still there. Um, but as I understand it, and you'll be able to give a more comprehensive uh, overview than myself. But all of the um, Swift Hawk agents stuff, the Order Draconis stuff, the Dwardin, I don't know, Quarrelers, and all that business of the, the old the, the squad. The units, the iron, ha- the hammers, and all that stayed. The two jewel kits that came out with the new eighth edition dwarf book, they stayed. But uh, is gyros gone as well? Did they get rid of them as well? I don't think they... so. No, because they're in as they're in as allies in the new book, aren't they? In the new general's handbook, they're in as a mercenary company. Yeah, because they were new for that unit book as well. They were late. So is the cannon that got uh, made last, not unavailable now as well. Is it gone, the cannon, has it? The dwarf cannon's gone, yeah, and the organ's oh, gone. Right. Horrible yeah. kit. Horrible kit, that one was. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see whether or not some of these get a new release. You might mm. get a new cannon. Don't think you yeah. will. Not at the well, moment, I anyway. I don't best know. The best thing about Free Cities book is you can put Corsairs in there. They're well, awesome. I think, I love I think the Corsairs will be kit, yeah. As I was saying, All they're the, high yeah. up on the law. They're, uh, they're big. Darkling Covens will hopefully get a good thing in the book as well. Yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of stuff in there. It's like a sort of labour of love for people. It's it's like, still a big book. Mean, they still have probably yeah. they still probably have more units than Skaven, all right? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, easily. Not including Stormcast. Not, yeah, probably Stormcast. Have, not including Stormcast. They've probably got more War Scrolls in their book other than Stormcast. But yeah, all the or, things like or, the Devoted to Sigmar have all gone, haven't they? Like the war orcs. So the flagellants are still there, just the heroes are gone. Okay. The war so orcs. Yeah, well, see, it's what I think they'll do is they'll remove the devoted to Sigmar keyword from the flagellants, which means they'll no longer be buffed for the rest of this year by the war priests and the altar. That's okay. what I think they'll do. Because uh, they'll just put them in, whatever they're going to do. Uh, the keyword game could be big again as well. Like, again, Celestial Horror Canons and all that came down. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to get good. They might just get a complete rewrite now, and they could be completely different. 
Yeah. No, I'm excited. Slash or Hurricane might not make you plus one to hit anymore. Well, maybe not. Or it might just make certain keywords plus one to hit. You never know. Or the Collegiate Arcane that only has two units, three units. That's a big book of stuff. Yeah. No, there's some some good announcements in that. At least they got rid of that dragon kit as well. I hated the star dragon kit. That was not that old. Well, I mean, it's not that old, I say, but it's only 10-year-old. They compared it to the star Star drake or... Even it's the old. dark elf dragons so much. Yeah, worse. it's it's old it's old fantasy, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it was it's... funny because <laughs> the the old uh, well, the dragon princes they're they're great models. I love them. I'll be honest. Um, they've they've disappeared as well. They were last chance. Um, and then there was, of course all the rage. We're not talking about the rage. There was lots of rage. Um, and I saw one tweet where somebody had, had, had tweeted a picture of like a screenshot of the last chance to buy dragon princes in it and they'd sold out so it was all grayed out with a kind of sold out thing on it with, with some kind of rage comment and it, some guy replied it's like oh no blood knights have gone <laughs> or something like that <laughs> that's obviously what you saw most of them recently but um yeah but obviously that's a kit we're thinking is gonna get redone in this new death book because obviously blood that knights. was the... yeah so tell us about the new death book what's the rumors with that then liam uh, that it's rumored to be obviously one of the the next Mortarks of Nagash. Well, there's uh, only three. It's rumored. It's <laughs> rumored to be uh, potentially Tomb Kings esque. Yeah, is this the something of bones? I know more information than I can say, so I'm not going to say anything else. Do you? Yep. Is it called the something of bones? Well, what the box it? might the, be called the feast. It's of the treachery bones, of bones, which I think. I, I think they're going to put, I think they'll put ogres and death in a star a box because it's the tr- the trial of bones which I think the ogre mentioned in his video. No, he mentioned that they had like a sort of agreement and they're now reneging on their agreement or whatever. And I think the agreement was called like the the pact of bones or something. Like, like I think pact. they were something like that. But yeah, I think that is probably going to be the next. Like, what was the last one we had? Loon Curse? Maybe, like, Loon yeah. Curse? The speculation yeah. is that that's it for Christmas as a Christmas box, isn't it? Could be January. Yeah. Probably, I think you'll see something this side of Christmas. Like, what was the... They did the Corn and Slanesh one at the end of November, didn't they? The yeah, Realm Rapture. of Chaos. Yeah, yeah. So you might see that on this end of Christmas with new books maybe coming in January, but I would imagine if it's a, if it's a new faction, like, Somebody made the correlation between when they do a teaser, if they show you models, that is the model that you're going to get. So for ogres, it's likely going to be the existing ogre range, maybe tying in Beast Claw Raiders in order to f- fill out their current yeah, model set, and you'll models. get a new tyrant. And then you're going to get a full new range of uh, death models because they haven't showed you any. They've basically done an announcement of an announcement. So they did that with the the Moon Clan Grots. If you think back, they did like a kind of teaser video with Scragrot talking about how the Bad Moon spoke to him. And then a day or two later, we then started to see videos of new models coming to the range. They did the same with Daughters of Cain. They did the same with Slanesh. Um, so maybe yeah. we'll see a full new range of models for them, which would be cool. 
Yeah, cool looking tyrant. I mean, I'm, I'm more excited oh, about yeah. the, the ogre book than I am the Free Peoples by a long way. Oh yeah, I for me the Oric book excites me. Yeah, the Oric book excites me. I have informally pre-ordered that and the Free Cities, and I'm just the thing that winds me up is that I'm going to have to break all my ogres off the bases and rebase <laughs> them on smaller bases now. <laughs> Because when they're on fifties, you never think you will. Because everybody whined about everybody whined, and then you look at the size of the bases. But they might get a complete re-release of because they they have been pushed to forties by an actual re-release because they did get a forties was ridiculous. The the overhang it's so bad. You went from a forty square to a forty round. Forty rounds ridiculous. No, wider on all sides. Should be, be on uh, could be on ovals. It's not wider on all sides. It was a forty square. It's exactly the same. You just lose it. I bet it looks better because it's rounder. You know what I mean? Because the model it'd is look quite even round better if it was fifty. Look better as iron guts. Like, iron guts look good on forties. I, I think they. Oh. I think they do look better on the the fifties. But I can see from a gameplay stance that they would maybe want to have the heroes on fifties. But apparently the new tyrants on forties. I put my. I put mine on sixties. Of course, you would. <laughs> Bigger is better. Bigger is better. That's what she said. I mean, look, an, an orc mega boss is on a sixty, isn't he? Yeah, but he's fucking huge compared to a tyrant. What does tyrant be? Nah. Tyrant's small. Ogre for tyrant is was bigger than a mega. He's boss honestly boss. only just bigger than a stormcast, from what I've heard. It's not right. It's not right. Damn it! It's not right. It probably Don't... is because he is only human. He is only living. Like the mega boss is in armor. The the tyrant it's the armor that makes him so big. Yeah, the tyrant isn't really in armor. He's just kind of like in gold. What's the move characteristic of the tyrant? Let's settle this. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I think it's five. Maybe six. I think all of them six. Let's go seven. No, it's yeah. six. It so is mega six. boss only moves four. That's because yeah. he's Heavy armor. Big armor and stuff. That's Remember, why minus one movement. Oh, you never played eight. That's what you used to get for heavy armor. Minus one movement. Eight. Remember that shit game. <laughs> it was shit. <laughs> it's a little bit better than ninth. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that, am I? <laughs> yeah, you are. Fuck ninth as well. <laughs> Anybody that plays a game with square oh, bases, let's stop, suck right? a fart. Let's stop. Suck a fart. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's news. news. Yeah. Any more news? Um, did we talk about the crying? <coughs> the what? The rage. The rage on the Twitter sphere. Did we talk about talk it? About some rage. Not really. Um, yeah, so people were a bit butthurt that their old models that they've had for years and years and years and years are going away. So honestly. Look, I had to get mob on me. There you go. <laughs> they still exist, don't they? Have they no, GitMob are dead. Really, not really, no. GitMob have gone. I don't know. I just think that people should move on. Maybe controversial. Yeah. I'm very new to the, the well, whole hobby side of things. Like, but Like Captain America says in Endgame, we can't move on. That's it. There you go. <laughs> it's a completely new game the that th- we're playing The thing is, in eight years, episode. right, when Deepkin get parked because nobody buys them or plays them anymore, <laughs> are you going to start... But we, they won't because no, they're, they're, them. Them. because they're they're unique. GW <laughs> have have made well, they may evolve IP, like you know? like Greenskins evolved into Iron Jaws. Yeah, maybe exactly. they'll evolve into something else. Like but, realistically, have any models that have been released in the last eight years been 
removed from sale? Yes. What ones? Uh, I think that that... Well, um, they all seem pretty old to me. Like, some yeah. of them were about I when I was Sky a teenager. So. Skycutter Sky is always Sky was Elf got a bit bored. Oh, yeah, uh, right, okay, yeah. That, that came out with the High Elf. The last time. They're very... Yeah, it got banned because it got tuna canned. Let's be honest, that's why it got taken away. I mean, that was pretty it's much the end. Forever that got was, that shame. That was in the end times. That was like the last release before the proper end times, wasn't it? The Island of Blood. Well, they they no no the Sky no 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 it was the High Elf book when it came out. Is that you're talking like 2014 or something maybe or 2013? I don't know. Yeah, a bit there. Yeah, just when I stuck, I came back. It wasn't, to it, was... it wasn't long after that. Then you had the uh, the Maltarks and everything came out, and then we had the End Times. Well, I can tell you that yeah. the amount of tournaments I've been to, I've not seen one Sky Car. I've never seen a Sky Car. You never saw them at Bloody Eighth either. They were shit. I know Darren Watson and his Sirtok agents, but I don't even think he had more than maybe one of them, and he never got them on the table. To my understanding, like at a tournament, so shit. Yeah, there is. There's been a couple of other heroes that have been written off, Nath, but nothing of spectacular. Again, if you want to go that, then uh, uh, models that are no longer available is any of the Silver Tower heroes. They're not yeah. available to buy from yeah. GW anymore. They're a bit different, though. They're a bit different. I mean, the the the. the ah, but they the did dwarf... sell them separately as well, Scott. Afterwards, remember? What ones are we talking about? Are we talking about the Miss Weaver Sigh and things? They still sell that in the shop. Not on the website. We've, we've we've got one in the Disco Bride shop anyway. I look at it every Which time. One? Going... <laughs> Which one? You can well, well, be Miss Weaver's It's an yeah. shard, that's what we want. But the one of the new one of the dwarf sort of fire slayer get the guy that's kind of jumping off a stone oh, yeah. in a funny that angle. Was one of the late the, un, well. the unforged. unforged, yeah. Yeah, so he was new he was new with the yeah, he was the, again with the latest dwarf book and he was edition. the last dwarf he's, book. He's yeah. been canned. But there but he doesn't fit uh, in with lore, do you know what I mean? It's Scott, let, frog, let it go. Frog and everything, all every, all the special he, Forsaken. Remember, they were written off in end times. The people that I only feel that for are the people game. that have looked at the general's handbook. Like, and I know that Jamie made this comment in the WhatsApp that they've been all right. Okay, there's a Wanderer's allegiance in the general's yeah, handbook. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to make yeah. a move and I'm going to start collecting a Wanderer's army, and then a lot of it gets canned. Like, you can't buy it anymore. But and what does that mean for the rules? Anyway, there's a lot of that stuff that had rules or points. Like Tomb Kings are pointed in GHB, but they're not yeah. available anymore. No. Like I suppose from Games Workshop's point of view, if they're going to sell models for a, a living company, game system, gaming then the models need to be available on their store. If they're available mm-hmm. on their store, they need to be in a position to produce them from their factory, and they yeah. can only produce a finite number of models, and they they've got releases a release schedule and stuff like i remember hearing that one of the biggest concerns with the delay to the sylvaneth book was finding a slot that they could then release it further down the line because the the full year's planned out so and not only production let's get we're going to talk boring logistics but it's storage facility that yeah if if you you look at their their financial reports they're talking about they're, they're building a brand new expansion they're they're renting a facility nearby while they upgrade their warehouse just now to be obviously ultimately fucking 10 again, the kit, the like kit that, could know? crack because so, remember one of the kits happened to that before remember when the fine cast, metal models that came to fine cast remember it's mold got damaged so they just scrapped the kit because yeah. they couldn't obviously 
like a, well, I remember what it said it cost like about a million pounds or something for some of. Ultimately, their... it's good for the game that they do this. Oh yeah, freshens up. It does suck for some people, but yeah, it's just anything, annoying anything that old it's the world, vocal the, minority. Anything old world they're moving away from. They, they, it all boils down to the old chapter house space marine. What is a space marine? Can they patent it when they got sued? When they sued though, that chapter house, and they obviously responded saying, "Well, what's a space marine?" Hence, it all became Adeptus Astartes, Astra Militarum, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, Starship, and Starship Troopers, wasn't it? Exactly. Colonial so Marines and that. It all becomes pure Warhammer IP. So so then they, or- try not, they try to IP the word Marine. Yeah. That was what or- it was. Orcs, yeah. Elves, Dwarves, you know, that's all Tolkien-esque. That's why we're seeing all this wonderful, pure AOS uh, armies jaws. coming out. Exactly. So they're, still, they're obviously Orc, but they're Oryx, they're Iron Jaws. They're, everything's got new names. Everything's got a new vibe to it. Move on. Yeah, we're going. We are moving, and it's getting better. The models are getting better. The stories are getting better. We have models to are getting insane. It. The models are so good, good now. Like I don't know why you would want to collect a range of nothing but old models when you look at some of these like well, new kits. Well, but you remember when? Uh, do you remember when like White Dwarf and all? Even you know, just website. Look at the website. Forge World used to blow your bollocks off looking at like yeah. heresy stuff or anything that Forge World. Nowhere near as good as Citadel now. <laughs> it's not. I know. It's it's been totally over superseded, overtaken. The technology has really moved it's, on, hasn't it? It's not yeah. working from green sculpts anymore. They're working from three D rendered models. Cups, yeah. It's the technology has really moved. I was looking at these brute kits, and they're just hollow. You just never realise it when you see them fully assembled, but you, you're talking about a shell that you're constructing around a void, whereas in the past you were talking about a big lump of stuff that's been shaped, and it's it's totally different way of working with models. Mm. It's great, it's really good stuff. Yeah, fascinating stuff. Yeah, exciting. So news. I have one last bit. So we have um, a, a Scottish Six Nations team. Um. And we have a committee, and we have an international setup. Old boys, and old boys. Yeah. Well, it's going to get even more old boys, and and I'll transparently be promoting old boys, and you may say what you will, but um, as people know, the ETC back when uh, AOS came about um, embraced the ninth age and kind of shunned AOS and pushed us a bit to one side and. You know, the Six Nations took off again thanks to Ben Curry and then the subsequent TOs. And it's gone from strength to strength. And we've said that in recent years, that that's now the pinnacle of our uh, of our calendar. But as that's been happening, um, AOS has been a side event at ETC and it's been growing gradually year by year. And this year we've seen a lot of our... Um, uh, opponents from Six Nations going to ETC and it's gaining momentum and um, it's this weekend uh, yeah it is this weekend and, and good luck to all those that we know that are going and I hope it's a really good event and um, we were just thinking we've talked about it a bit over the last few months and um, I don't know we've kind of it seem a shame to to not be involved in helping to shape things and whatnot. So um, we, we, we had a proposal through the committee, um, which is basically our previous players, selectors, captains, this, that, and the other from the Scotland scene. And it's been decided that from next year, we will put forward a, um, a team. Um, 
it's going to not be selected in the same way as the Six Nations, which we've got a formal process for. And, you know, we've got a really good uh, charter for where we have a voting system. It's all really tight. We have a, I mean, it'll be good to have a bit of a, an update on this in a minute from yourselves, but we have a voting for a captain. We have a, a coach. We have a vice captain. We have a, a non playing selection assistant to help fill out the rest of the team um and whatnot and it's it's really getting good and we're doing well we've gone strength to strength but the capacity of that unit um to cover that and the etc isn't there at the moment so a decision has been made to run something a little bit of a side thing uh, at least for year one um and so i've volunteered to um assemble a, a motley crew of of um of folk from north of the wall to um to go to luxembourg in 2020 to um to represent ourselves and to be involved to to show a bit of support to aos as a as, as a system and try and get it pushed into the the spotlight and and just to help shape it really so the committee have approved that um so i'm going to be um i'm going to be putting together a, a crew as i say and our um i'm going to be working with with andy andy curry who's uh an early an early player from the um the six nations to uh to kind of put together a, a crew of six because it's only a team of six um and and we're we're really hopeful of, of getting some interest from people and and, uh, and going out there and just representing in year one, but uh, just testing the water and hopefully then handing it over in subsequent years to the committee that deal with Six Nations to to do the selection and have a, a fully organised and transparent process of selection and applying and this, that and the other. But as it's a bit ad hoc in year one, um, I'm not going to lie, um, I haven't really got the time or the... Um, the wherewithal to do things through the normal systems and I'm probably just going to pick people based upon availability and uh, personalities um, rather than 100% on aptitude and on any kind of formal selection process so that's not dismissing anybody or belittling anyone in any way it's just getting us getting us to the table year one before we hand have, things over You could have a simple question for applicants to answer how many mortarks are there yeah that is the main question the only yeah. question that matters one um i wonder is that does that mean my requirement my, oh, rejected. Uh, my is rejected there <laughs> there you go out the door no so that's all it is so it's just a it's a positive announcement um it's not the same transparent or um organized way that people go to the six nations but hopefully in future years we'll have two events um and whether or not the same team goes to both like the england team at the moment or whether or not we have one as a feeder team for the other that'll be up to the committee to decide but rather than us sit back and and just focus on one and then have to react last minute um this will allow us to at least uh, get our foot in the door so there you go are you doing team selection? Just a random question. Are you doing team selection like after Six Nations at the same sort of time? So um, that window. Just... I'm, I'm just going to tap up all the best players before Mike gets his uh, grubby mitts on them. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So no, um, I don't know. Uh, at the moment, it's just I'm just going to wait and see. Uh, if people are interested, just let us know. Um, and if people can do both, uh, we're not going to exclude one for the other, especially in year one. In future years, um, I'm sure it'll be more structured. Um, it's just that we're halfway through a season this year. We're already going through the formal process with the main team, and the main team very much is uh, the Six Nations team. That's what everything's geared towards, and that's where our focus is going as a as a community. Um, this is very much a side thing this year, um, and I don't want to um, I don't want to snatch away talent. But if people want to do both, let us know. Uh, if some can't make one and can make the other, that's fine. Or if people do you, just... Do you hope they change it that next year we'll use the General's Handbook that's out, or...? Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are the sort of things that I think if we're at the table, we can what start letting these point, these views get known. I do I do, I do, understand why they're using the old one. It's just a rather, like you say, it's a rather shame of how... Yeah, I mean, they're a, they're a funny beast. Um, but unless we're in there in the conversation, we're not going to be able to influence it, I don't think. And I'm sure that the boys from England, who are very good players, who know the system, who know know the game, um, are going to be saying the same things, as are our other, like people from Sweden or from um, Ireland and whatnot, or whoever else is, is taking part. That's you know, Do Ireland have a team going? I think they're going as part of a mercenary thing. I think some okay. of them are going. I'm not too sure. United Nations. Yeah. Because a team dropped out or they had an uneven number. Not number. I mean, we'll see. We're going to see how it goes this week. That's the main thing. Uh, see how it, what the feedback is and what the future is. Ideally, we don't want to be a side event. I mean, you look at it though, and I don't know the numbers. But is it something like 240 players for ninth age at ETC? Oh, so the draw for the ETC is at AOS. I've got it here. Um, there's looks like Czechs, we rush. This is round one, so that well you can you can listen to the countries: Czechs, Russia, England, Serbia, France, Sweden, Greece, Switzerland, Italy, Turkey, Poland, and USA. So it's growing because last year was only six, wasn't it? There was a bit of a there was a bit of a rebuttal last year. Again, it's because they used the old handbook, and yeah. obviously there was quite a. They were using the old core rules as well, because obviously last yeah. year there was the big, the big change. Big change but we'll yeah. see. We'll see how it goes. And the thing is, unless we're involved, we can't help shape it. So um, that's what we're going to do. First of all, we're going to go as a a diplomatic envoy to sunny Luxembourg. We're going to drink beer. We're going to roll dice. We're gonna we're going to be good ambassadors for our country. And hopefully we're going to have a decent result. Um, but the main thing is just getting involved. So if that's what you're up really? for and you're free this time next year, this time being, God, when is it? First week in you know what? You know what the real problem is? It is Danielle's birthday on the 12th of August. Oh. So, but I could, you could, I could swing it. And then just change it to a longer holiday. Just take Luxembourg. it to Luxembourg for a holiday. Yeah, so I was thinking, take it to Luxembourg. You, All right, you're gonna yeah. have to walk along about yourself for three days. I've never been there. to Luxembourg. <laughs> I've never been, so I'm quite, I'm quite keen. Uh, so yeah, anyway, there you go. That's a bit of news for people. So um, if you're wanting to get involved, 
let me know. But very much, as I say, the the main event and uh, the formal thing is is the Six Nations. That's what we're geared towards, and that's what we're structured to as a community. And uh, this is more of a a jolly with the old boys club. So there's no formal selection criteria. It's just hit me up. We'll go for a drink and roll some dice. So me and Andy are going to be a. Uh, they're going to be picking stuff and 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 talking through it and and yeah, uh, he's probably going to be more the brains and I'll just be the uh, the diplomat. So we'll see how things go. So there you go. That is the news, the main event for us, I think, this week. And you know, I was really prepared for this. Do you know what I did today? I printed out a copy of the army lists. Um, I looked through them and I thought, well, oh, this is really good. Da 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 da. I left the army lists at work. And then I went out for drinks with my former <laughs> boss. And my mind is now a bag of cheese. So uh, where we are is that I'm going to hand over to somebody else while I try and catch up with what it is I'm doing. Hmm. Let's start with the big one. Let's start with chaos. All right. Okay. I'll I want to talk about Fells. Can we talk about Fells list? Please. Go, go, go. Let me see if I can find it. I'm scrolling, scrolling. Sorry. <laughs> Phil McGuinness. Working. So he's went for Skaventide from the Realm of Gur. He's got Thanqual as his general with Death Frenzy. He's got a Vermin Lord Deceiver with the Griff Feather Charm. And then he's got a Death Master with the Cube of Mists. And then he's got 10 Night Runners, 10 Night Runners, 20 Gutter Runners, 20 Gutter Runners, 20 Gutter Runners, 20 Gutter Runners, the Slink Talon, and the Chronomatic Cogs. So he's went Eshin, which is really cool. Never seen that before. Apparently it's got a 22-inch threat, 35 damage per shooting phase into 4+. Uh, gutter Runners do about 60 damage in combat. Like I, I'm just reading what he's saying to me. I've not mathed this out, so yeah. Um, cube of Mist rather than Sword of Judgment. Once per game the unit can't pile in, and it's minus one to hit. That's quite cool. I've not looked at that artifact before. Um, he's also got five dead drops in the list. Um, and it's low drops as well for a Skaven army, which is pretty cool. So yeah, sounds interesting. And we've not seen it before. I've not seen it at a tournament before either. No. What do you think was his uh, choice for going to Eshin? Because he obviously was talking about a Squire list. No, the last list that he sent to me, well, he sent to me a couple of normal lists, but it was ages ago, like I'm talking like 5th of July, he messaged me about his plans to do an Eshin army. Um, all models can run and shoot, reroll wounds in the shooting and combat phase with the Deceiver command ability. Eshin rerolls against heroes. Um, so I think just having a full Eshin army. And then obviously he's got Thanqual, which is a pretty good spellcaster. He's got the four flame hands, so he can destroy hordes fairly mm-hmm. easily so his weapons are warp fire projectors or warp fire brazers so yeah. I think he can he's just said flame hands so he can use either I think he's just gonna <laughs> cheat his opponent <laughs> four jazz hands projectors or braziers would be the way to or combat or shooting would have been the but yeah that was the only question I had but I didn't so what does what does what does slink talon do I think that's the all models can run and shit thing. And, yeah. And has Let that got all the 
all the troops in it? Um, I think so. I think he's like a three-drop army. Two-drop or three-drop. Let me have a look. I'm just opening up my Skaven book now. Slink Talon. But Eshin are cool. I just wish that they had newer models. New kits, yeah. If the Deathmaster from this battalion is set up in hiding as a reserve unit in the combat phase in which you set it up on the battlefield, you can reroll hit rolls for attacks made by units from the same battalion. So all the gutter runners get to reroll hit rolls. Can can he come out of any unit with five or more models, isn't it now? Is I think he he's the same as the assassin, isn't he? So he can come out at the start of the combat phase and it's you don't declare what unit he's in hiding in. I'll just check. Hidden killer. Instead of setting this model up in the battlefield, you can place it to one side and say that it's in hiding as a reserve unit. If you do so at the start of the combat phase, you can set up this model within one inch of a friendly Skaven Tide unit as five or more models and the wind's characteristic of one, so it can only go in um, units. Yeah, it can't go with the heroes. If the model is not set up in the battlefield before the start of the fourth battle round, it is slain. So the only ca- the only condition of it being set up is within one inch of an end of a friendly unit. So you can set yeah. it up into combat. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. It's not a bad model. And uh, apparently that artifact that he's taken is uh, the ability to stop somebody from being able to pile in. I'm just going to look that up now. The cube of mists. That's quite nasty. Quite cool. I thought you'd. I honest. I thought he was going to go for a, a sort of judgment or something. Yeah, well, let's see. See, I like he's got like six attacks with his tail, isn't he? Knob bombs are really cool artifact. I've been playing with that lately, but I suppose he doesn't really need it. Does have a unit? Yeah, he doesn't have a unit to do Uh, anything. Once per battle, at the start of the combat phase, you can pick one enemy unit within six inches of the bearer. That unit cannot make a pile-in move in the combat phase. In addition, subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by that unit in that combat phase. So it cannot uh, cannot make a pile and move, and then if they do get to hit, they're minus one, and that's on the character that can pop out at the start of the combat phase. So he can pop out and then do it. Only on his turn, really, for because otherwise he's going to be yeah. Anything that doesn't start fight, phase, anything like, that yeah. fights at the start of the combat phase, um, would go before it. But yeah, like I was playing about with the assassin in my deepkin army because. It's quite cool in the sense that you can pop the model out in the combat phase and then you've got a hero in range to do command abilities at the start of the combat phase as well. So reroll hit rolls of one or realm of light fight at the start of the phase like we've got at the weekend. So you can like in his turn, he can pop out of a hero, uh, pop out of a unit and then he can speed of battle them to make them fight at the start of the combat phase as well, which is quite cool. And then he can decide to do the cube of mists after that if he wants. It's a cool army. It's unusual. Ooh. I think it'll catch a few people off guard. I think it's maybe go next or maybe less so now that we've spoken about it. Sorry. Phil. <laughs> no, it is really good, Phil. I think uh I think that's that's one of the uh one of the stronger ones and it, it's nobody nobody was uh nobody was <laughs> expecting the uh <laughs> I honestly thought when he wrote the list in the WhatsApp chat, I was like, he's taking the piss, isn't he? He is, he's taking the piss. He's not gonna do that and then the list came out. I was like, "Ooh, Eshin's got some really cool stuff in it, like the Shadow Master. Yeah. Whenever this general is within one inch of the terrain feature, the general is not visible to enemy models while and while they are more than six inches from the general. So you can just be immune to any form of shooting. It's like really cool." My, me next, I'll go since I'm the second biggest. 
Go order. We'll give a two-second uh, silence for this army not existing after this event. As <laughs> John Craig's uh, Devoted Sigmar army. It's uh, nice again. Um, he's got a Warlord's General, Master Defense, another Warlord with Ignac Scales, a Warrior Priest and Horse, Warrior Priest and Horse, Warrior Priest and Horse, and a Knight in Canter. He then has four re-units of 40 Flagellants, a unit of five Evocators with Grand Staves, so at Dias Arcanum, a Celestial Vortex, Celestium Vortex, which I think is the first time I've ever seen it on the board, probably. Uh, on a list, anyway. And then Quicksilver Swords. Kind of 1980. I would have probably, if it was me, dropped the Quicksilver Swords or the Vortex for the command point. Because I think... I quite like it looking at the list of like the real ones to hit in combat uh, on the Flagellants and things like that. It's a nice list. 177 wins. Yeah, I like it. Right, are we going with death or are we going with destruction? Go on, Scott. Hit us with your destruction stick. <laughs> well, I'm not going to start with the big one, but we'll uh, we'll go. So there's only well, there's only I think there's five actually. So there's uh, there's three iron jaws. There's a bone splitters and there's a gits. Now I'll do the gits list because it's just it, it's pretty cool. I like it. So it's actually. Uh, Sean McKechnie, I see oh, kids. Yeah. It's, it's it's spiders. As I said, last question. I was like, "There's no kids there." <laughs> it's forty-seven spiders, two fungoid cave shaman, and two squig gobbers, because you got to bring the artillery with you. Um, so he's got a uh, web spinner shaman on Ragnarok. Uh, he's got two fungoids. He's got the scuttle boss on gigantic spider, who's the general, and a bit of a think it's a secret weapon. He's then got four units of spider riders, one fifteen and three tens. So that's uh, forty-five little spiders just there. Um, Lethal unit, I tell you. Uh, two squid gobbers, and he's got the spider rider skitter mob, which contains the wee spiders and the general on the giant spider, but not the arachnorock. Um, and he's got scuttle and arachnocaldron spells. So he's he's in a nineteen seventy-one command point. Um, so it's a bit of a fun list, but it has got some filth in it. Uh, I've not played against it. And I don't know if he's... Uh, he, he's run Spiders at a few events now, so I don't know if he's had Squid Gobbers at the previous ones. I don't think so. No, but, he hasn't. No. no. So he's... Uh, I know he's little... stolen the cellophane as far as I'm aware. Are they? <laughs> if he makes it in time. Wouldn't be showing if... He's, that's right, he's not even home yet, is he? Um, but the little, uh, the little boss on Giant Spiders is a bit of a kind of cruise missile, I think. So he's... I was looking through the spells and stuff and the and the artifacts and he's he, he's got the double double mortal wounds and you know you can double it through the uh, through the spell from the Arachnorock caused by the venom. I, I think it's a bubble effect. So it's, uh, all, all the kind of spiders have the sixes to hit or a uh, a mortal wound um, or D three if you have the big spider. So he's got double double mortal wounds from the. Uh, Arachnorock spell, the general's trait, which is the sort of wee spider. He's he's uh, his monstrous mount that doubles it as well. So you can you can double double it on the on the spider. You can use uh, the artifact, I think, as well that it's got a range that makes it on fives instead of sixes. So yeah, there's lots of ways to amp up the venom. So if you, if you're good at rolling sixes or fives, then you can you can cause a lot of mortal wounds. I think um, it's very. So I should quick. play this army. Is that what you're saying? 
Uh, yes, I think she did. Yeah. It, it, it's very quick that the formation gives plus two move to the spiders. Um, so it's coming at you. Um, I think you can run and charge with a another spell as well. So from the Arachnorock. So it's a quick army. It's got and it's got the kind of shite artillery at the back with the two square gobbers, but it'll look cool. Um, they don't like, need line of sight. They actually are better now. Are they? Yeah. Uh, it's a cool model. That's quite cool. Um, Sean, Sean likes his kind of mad armies, um, but they've always got a punch to them. So, yeah, and it looks cool. Everyone loves spiders. Yeah, no, you check the profile. Uh, <coughs> yeah, go on. Five up save, thirty inch range with six attacks, fours and threes, no rend, d three damage. Uh, if it targets enemy, you know, with ten or more models, it adds one to hit. If I had rend, it'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? But... A lot of the units for that are good in the game right now don't actually have good armor. Barfire Slayers and Stormcast. But most people are kicking around with heroes that are like on a, a five up save. Like a Grey Seer yeah. would die to that. Yeah, true. You get... uh, being 30 in range and not needing line of sight. Uh, Mar- yeah, Arcan and things like that. Your Arcan's going to take, well, what are they hitting on? Fours. So three, then two wounds going through, one save made, D three damage. It's not bad over two turns, three turns yeah, for two true. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So death, my first one. This is where I sound like a proper numpty because, as I say, I really prepared. I put the flesh eater corpse book in the boot of my car, printed out the lists, and uh, it's back at work. So anyway, my first one, and I'm going to ask you the questionnaire. Uh, Scott, because uh, you're more familiar with Flesh Eaters uh, in the modern world. But I've picked Grant Razors. Um, now, I'll give you what's in it first before we go to the Allegiance and whatnot. So he's got the Arch Regent with Spectral Host as his Law of Madness. Um, now, he's, this is the thing what gets me. He's got a Court of Delusion as the feast day, so he's not taken Blister Skin. No. Yet he's a Dead Watch. So he's got an Arch Regent. He's got the Terrorgeist with the ghoul on. He's got the... He's got an Infernal Courtier, who's the general. Dark yeah. Acolyte. Then he's got six, six, and six players. And he's got a Dead Watch and a Horror Ghast. And then he's got the Jaws. Now, I, I, want, I, I asked myself this on my lunch hour today and promised myself I'd look in the book before we recorded and then got drunk. But <laughs> what it says... To me, why why is he not blister skin? Why is it why is he chosen feast? Why is he chosen feast day? So feast day, I'm just looking at. I've I've not looked at the non kind of grand. I feel like use a honest, but... command ability without spending a command point or something. Yeah, once per turn you could use a feeding frenzy command ability without using a command point. So it lets you fight twice free, which is nice per turn. Yeah. It was doing pretty well out like outside of our meta as well. Like I'm pretty sure that I've seen. One of the few Flesh Eater Court's victories, like first places or podiums, that wasn't Blister Skin Dead Watch early on or Gristlegore was with uh, Feast Day. But I think it was Royal Mordants rather than the. Yeah, it was, yeah. Royal Mordants is a great list. It's a pretty cool list. You can do Royal Mordants and Blisterkin as well, can't you? But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what's the. So the Dead Watch is obviously the Flayers and Fighting the Heroes here. And the courtier, and it's just yeah. one unit that fights in the hero phase, so that's different. But what's Horagast? 
So that's the new spell that debuffs bravery. So he's, he's wanting to scream you. Oh right, that's one of your um, that's one yeah. of your endless spells. Okay. Yeah. That's he's to powers. Cast it. So he's like a four, three, three drop. Uh, one, one three, two, three, three drop. Yeah. That's one. pretty good. Yeah, two arch. No, but he's not got the speed of the speed of blister skin. No, he's so he's still moving twelve. Though. I mean, they're they're quick. Uh-huh. Um, well, it's interesting to see. Anyway, I picked it mainly yeah. because of knowing the evolution from the the massive. I'm going to hit you with all these zombie dragon terrorgeist things to to move into the the dead watch. So it's good to see. I think quite as well. I've not read that one. The flesh form raiment. I'm just looking at that just now. Subtract one from bravery. There we go. So he's got yeah, extra bravery. Bravery bomb. Yeah. yeah. Within three inches of play. So that courtier is pretty key to it. Dark Acolyte, what does that do? Let's have a quick look. Makes a hero a wizard. So he's a wizard, okay. So he's, no, got the plus spell. The he's, got the, he's got the plus one attack spell, that's nice. So yeah, it's got some teeth. He, he, he uh, can attack. He can, if the flares get in, if, they can, if he can get them fighting and uh, get them piling in twice. Yep, yep. If he gets the regent spell off them. So if it clicks, it'll be nasty. Wow, well... Good luck, good luck, Grant. And I think this is the test run for whether or not he takes it to Belfast. Um, if he does it. well, I think he will. We love flares, take it, take it. Yeah, and it's easy to transport, so good selection. Right then, back over. Back to me. Chaos again. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. go, go, yeah. go. Okay, so the next one that I feel we need... The Chaos ones are great. But Adam Martin's list, it is probably the most efficient Skaven combat list you can build right now. So he's got a Gracier Unscrewing Bell General, uh, Master of Magic, and Death Frenzy. So kind of cookie cutter, dead easy to get off your um, Death Frenzy spells. Cast on a 7, and he can make it plus 2 to cast if he's on Arcane. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Gracier on Screaming Bell, so he's got Warp Gale on that, interestingly. Um, that turns off Fly and does D3 Mortal Wounds, halves running charge moves, 26 inch range, but it's cast on an 8. Uh, he's then got Vermin Lord Warbringer with Dreaded Death Frenzy as its War Scroll spell. And then he's got the Plague Priest on Plague Furnace with the Liber Buconicus, which allows the, um, the guy to pray twice because he's a Plague Priest. So the Prayers are plus one attack and reroll wins, which is pretty cool. 20 clan rats, 20 clan rats, 20 clan rats is a battle line. And then two units of 40 plague monks with all the buffs and woe staves. Warp lightning vortex, stole snare shackles. So the whole thing with this is you death frenzy a unit, then you dreaded death frenzy d3 units. So on average, you should get at least your two units of plague monks, dreaded death frenzy. Death Frenzy and Dreaded Death Frenzy stack. So you can pile in and fight twice when a model dies, and it's in any phase. Um, you can then make one of them plus one attack. So one unit will be doing six attacks on the charge, one unit would be doing five. And then you can reroll wounds. There's command abilities to reroll ones to hit. So reroll ones to hit with like, what, six attacks per model. Um, yeah, it basically just kills the world in combat. And then he's got the Vortex and Snowstare Shackles uh, combo. So yeah, it's a brutal, brutal list. I think the only thing I would have maybe done is take Skitterleap on the, the bell 
just to give the Vermin Lord Warbringer a bit more range. But I suppose he's got the Plague Furnace and the Screaming Bell that can't be scatter leaked. I don't know. But yeah, cool list. Excellent. What do you guys think? I think he's worse than his dad now. <laughs> it is literally, it is literally expressing it themselves. Is the most AIDS list that you could possibly write with this game and book. It is ridiculous. But yeah. <laughs> the older he gets, the more like his daddy gets. He'll have a ponytail. Yeah, he'll have a ponytail soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'll Take his dad's power. <laughs> yeah, I think that list a contender to win the whole event easily. Even going into a two day, I don't think there's much out there that can deal with that. No offense, Lee, Liam, <laughs> you've got him round one, don't you? Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, I think after the after the three list. times that we got a redraw, I ended up adding twice. Can <laughs> <laughs> I? At least it was Lee. So who was next, Liam? Always one of them. Yeah. Uh, can just say my list because I can. Uh, oh, George <laughs> King, uh, Temple's Hagnar uh, from the realm Algu. Got a slaughter queen and cauldron of blood as my general with the iron circlet. Uh, Blessing of Cain's its prayer. I've got Hag Queen uh, on foot. She's got the artifact talisman, the Watcher, and Catechism of Murders her spell. Marathi on uh, with Mindraiser. Thirty Sisters of Slaughter with whips and bucklers. 30 Sister Slaughter Whips and Knives, 10 Witch Isles with Paired Knives, 2 Units of Canary Heart Renders in the Slaughter Troop formation. And the Savage list then. Close. He's not Talisman the Watcher, that's why it's my list. <laughs> what was the you old meme you've been up heard of? It was, uh, yeah. you changed BSB, the weapon. Skipping BSB, yeah. yeah. A hammer for a great weapon. So why did you go with that style of daughter's list then? Lots of sisters? I like I like the control that sisters give. Uh, they have no fight at the start of the combat phase, like activation wars things, so the next best thing you can do is either have a six-inch pylon or have fight when you die as like a last resort if you don't have activation wars-esque abilities. Otherwise, just stay away from the combat phase at this point. Yeah. So six inch piling, I've I've not really played against anything with a six inch piling. I've not played against <laughs> sisters yet. <laughs> oh, it's, it's um, so good, and so you can did, retreat so... and do it as well. Yeah, okay, that's so that's a, that's a that's a sister. Well, oh well, they can retreat and charge anyway because of my formation. Yeah. So six inch piling, you've still got to be within three to pile. No, no, you it's can specifically from... worded. You can pile in from six. Some abilities, like old ones, don't let you do it unless you're within three. But okay. most of the new ones, sisters included, if you're within six, you can pile in. Okay. Interesting. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, Talisman the Watcher. Uh, try to go for like a defensive wall. Uh, what does that do? It, was kind of like, it gives... At the start of the combat phase, I pick a unit. If my hag isn't within three inches of a unit, uh, it gets rural ones to save until the end of the phase. Kind of like, so I played it before, obviously when uh, last year when I had it in my Death March list, and I really enjoyed it. So I've got it in this list. Uh, obviously, talking to Nathan, I think I'll probably drop it for onslaught. Uh, Might as well this weekend goes and uh, well, like you say, we're shooting, increasing. I kind of need to protect my slaughter queen a bit more, so I'm gonna have to change the item. It's carrying. 
Right, I get their Greth Feather charm, maybe. I'm thinking Mirror Curas because it's two five ups, which is yeah. How many drops of helium is it? Four. Four drops. Yeah. So I think I'm like lowest, except from like the Slanesh players and this Iron Jaws. Uh, Iron Jaws, yeah. But against like sorry, against the tier one two armies, yeah, I'm probably like the lowest drops. Is there any other destruction list to talk about? Yes. <laughs> All the pigs. Oh, oh yes. We're, we're, we're building up. Is it me? Yeah, right. sure. So, number two. Yeah, and we're building up to the big one. But this is this is Ben Carlin's Iron Jaws list. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a sneak preview there. It's got pigs in it. Um, but it, it's got two more crushers in it. So, we'll start with this. Yes. Now, we don't see two, two more crushers very often. Uh, you don't see Iron Jaws very often, but... They've had a little bit of a boost, um, and that may well continue into the new book. Who knows? So you've got two more crushers. Megabus on more crusher. He's the general. He's got the command trait live to fight, which is reroll ones to wound if they charge. He's got chopper and rip tooth fist and doppelganger cloak. So there you go. Nasty. Uh, second more crusher. Megaboss, chopper and rip tooth fist and the daubing of mork artifact, which is a six plus kind of wound mortal wound save. Uh, he's got a weird knob shaman, which I presume has got a hand of gork. He's not mentioned it. He's got two chanters for the buffs there. Um, and his units, he's got four units of three gore grunters, um, which is nice. Don't see them terribly often either. Uh, and a unit of 10 ard boys. So he's got a gore fist um, battalion. So the gore fist is just the gore grunters. Gore fist gives them a, a free 15 inch move, I think it is, turn one hero phase. And that's kind of it. They just kind of get a big mad, massive smack in the backside and off they run. Um, so, yeah, a bit different. Uh, aggro, double more crusher. It'd be, be fun to see him. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> who knows? Um, uh, one command point in there. He's got the cloak. He's got some some little bit of defensive tech, but it's at all about the fighting there, really. Probably the, yeah. Uh, he's, he's been chucking a more crusher in somebody's face, I reckon. Um but that's seven drops. It's not kind of uh, not ideal. We'll, we'll come to the top list next when you, when you come round to me. But yeah, nice to see some grunters on the on the on the list. Double more crusher. What can you say? Phenomenal. I love those yeah. models. The gold grunters are great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going with um. I'm going with a a night haunt list next, which which isn't Stevens. It's Craig Deacons. Um. Just because, well, I just like it. And you'll see why, I suppose. We've got Curtis. Um, we've got the Knight of Shrouds on Steed, who's the general with the brooch. I'm not sure I'd have took the brooch, but he's gone with it. He's <coughs> um, got uh, a Guardian of Souls. He's uh, got Neff, which makes it great. Um, oh, you've got... got the old version. He's changed this list. He's got a Linder in it now instead of Neff. I'm not having this. <laughs> You're lying, aren't you? No. You are. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> nobody would do such a thing. And we've got two forties of chain rasps and twenty reapers and a mongoose. So I pick it because I used to like. I used to run a mongoose and it was great. And I used to run Neff, and she's great. And and I think that the. Uh, 
there's still a role for Mongols and they've come down so much in do you, price. Do you remember old school Mongols where they yes. used to make you minus two to hit? Oh, especially my ogres. my ogres hated it because oh, if you were less so. than seven bravery, you're uh, you it's before your time, is it, Nathan? No, no, I had the pleasure of playing that. There was a guy at the uh, the Warhammer East Bride shop that had two, yeah, that was uh, horrible. I 800 points in two of them, yeah, they were filth, but this is good and I like it. Uh, there's no battalions there. I'm, I'm a bit wary about the Aether Quartz brooch. I can see what he wants. He wants Neff. Um, he wants to stack the minuses and, and twin it with the Mongol. Um, but starting with zero command points, not having a formation, and taking the brooch is a bit risky. Um, so, and he's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight drops. So. He's like Wait a minute, he's got, got he's got Kurdos, is he not the one that pinches them? Yeah. He does, yeah. Yeah. So Again, you, you might get lucky. You might get lucky might get steal lucky. a couple, but Yeah, you might. But we'll you see. only get to steal the first one they make in their turn. You don't get to steal every one your opponent makes, oh, right, which is okay. a shame. Yeah. But yeah. it's only the one they get for having their army. Which is I think it's a, Again, it's a fun list. commanding scenery and that's a thing now as well, so it's not as hard to yeah, I mean, it's a 1 in 12, so you might get a piece of commanding scenery in two games, maybe three in a, well, two in a one-day event if you're lucky. I don't know. Uh, but I like the list. I think it's fun. I think uh, I think you could have fun with it. So anybody who wants to take Neff and a Mongol, ah, they deserve yeah. a pint. It's a new name as well, Craig. Yeah, don't know, so don't, so don't so so Craig gets a tip of the hat, and I wish him the best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> best of luck, I'm not, sir. I'm not wearing a hat. <laughs> but if I did have not, a hat on, I would not on your head, me. anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's my fun hat. No, so uh, so yeah, well done, Craig. And I'll I I I hope to hear that you've won all three matches. Anyway, chaos. Yes. Um, so, as I said, loads and loads and loads of cool Chaos Armies, but I'm going to speak about the Lesser Martin. Uh, so, <laughs> Lee Martin's list is pretty cool. I had the displeasure of playing it on Tuesday last week. Um, it is Slanesh, Boo. Uh, he's got a Contorted Epitome as his general with the Glory Hag or Glory Hog, uh, Rod of Misrule, and Hysterical Frenzy spell. Infernal Raptress as another general, because why not? He's Slanesh. And then Keeper of Secrets with the Hand, Thermal Rider Cloak and Slothful Stupor. Another Keeper of Secrets with the Hand, Ignax Scales and Progeny of Damnation. And for the threesome, another Keeper of Secrets, <laughs> Sinestrous Hand and Song of Secrets. Five Hellstriders times three, Seeker Cavalcade and Supreme Cybrites. I still cannot believe that that's only 260 points to get a two-drop army. It's insane. Okay. Uh, but yeah, triple keeper. Not far off what Sylvaneth were paying. Yeah, but they're taxing units. They're well. taxing <laughs> units. Uh, they had back then, for, but they don't have it anymore. They don't have a way to... Yeah. It's uh, 300. Something like that to get a one-drop, yeah. But then you're quite limited on how your one-drop is. 
Yeah, it's less, it's less than that. It's, it's just yeah. Anyway, it's not that. It's you get you get three keepers at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, three keepers of secrets. So from his other list, which he did very very well with as well, he's got less bodies. He's not got the endless spells, and he's got a third models. keeper. Yeah, so he's lost his marauders and he's dropped endless spells, hasn't he? So that equals he a keeper. The, yeah, he had the seekers and I think uh, he had exalted chariot last time. Spectres as well, didn't he? Yeah, no, you know seekers. No, it was a unit of Seekers was the other, because they're on that side as well. It's just insane. You give up the bodies, but you've got another another model that can generate more um, summoning points. And like they get their depravity for wounds caused that don't slay a model by a hero, or wounds suffered by one of your heroes. So he's now got another hero that can get him summoning points from dying, and at the same time it's another generator, depending on what he's fighting. So I reckon he's going to go nuts with the summoning. Um, how, how do you think it would do versus Son of, Son of Lee, who's got all the bodies? All yeah, the he'd take it off. It's he just the, the, plague, the Plague Monks. Right, so the Plague Monks would fight last because they're two plus. Each of the Keepers gets to pick a unit and they fight at the end. Even if he's got double death frenzy, I reckon that the Keepers fighting twice will kill uh a unit of 40 Plague Monks, and then when his two Keepers die, he can summon another one, and he's still got two again. Um, it's it's not, sorry, it's, he could just it's, summon it's loads what and loads Adam's of missing. Adam needs like that Warp Lightning Cannon or something to be able to ta- target yeah, like the no Abrapturus and the Epitome just to, even though the Epitome is got a two up more wound save, if you so still like, roll like a 12 or something, it is quite uh, big. Like most people that don't have a way to deal with them in combat, which is most armies now um, are leaning towards an element of shooting in their lists. So I, you've not seen people go full shooting. Like a couple of people, you've seen everybody's can have been talking about Dan Bradshaw's twenty-one bow hunters, yeah. um, and then you've got other people that are talking about KO clown cars and stuff like that, and just taking all the guns. But. Almost everybody that can't fight at the start of the combat phase has taken an element of shooting. So in Maskaven, I've started working towards some shooting. So I'm looking at Acolytes and Giselles. Stormcast are taking stuff like uh, the long strikes that can deal with them a little bit. And I was talking to Even Lee last week and recognised it. And he's thinking, well, I'll just take another keeper then for redundancy. <laughs> and they're that cheap, you can. Like, it's... It's such a cheap model for what it does. Um, so you just take another one and then put them in three different corners of your deployment and say, right, okay, shoot them all off now. I'll just run at but you. If you get double turn, you you lose. If it gets yeah. double turned, it loses against that. It's a two-drop army. So it has the chance it has the choice more often than not to say, I'm going second. You mm. can't double turn me. So it it's got a lot of redundancy built into it. He's a canny player so he's going to know what he's doing with it as well but yeah it's uh, almost as bullshit as his son's list <laughs> his son's list will still take it off if uh, Adam's lucky with the differences and that going off but Slanesh are quite good for also stopping your magic if they can get into range yeah with the Enrapturus making you reroll successful casts and then the Epitome has something as well doesn't it it can reroll its unbinds and yeah so you've got like pretty so reliable in eight unbinds. He's got eight chances to unbind a spell, and then he's got nine chances well. to get rid of an endless spell. Yeah, 
Oh, so it loves the realms. You well, fight I love the realms. in the first the first game of the weekend as well as in Realm of Light, so it can make you fight last, and then it also has access to command. It's got all the command points in the world, so he could make his three keepers fight at the start of the combat phase as well if he wanted. Yeah, but if it's if it's your turn, you can make yourself strike at initiative order with one unit, because then the rest of them would uh, it would then go. In fact, no. I suppose if it's your turn, you could fight for as many command points as you got, couldn't you? Yeah. But yeah. It's uh I think he's gonna go three O again. I'd be very surprised if he didn't unless he gets a really bad opponent game two or three. Looking at the lists, I don't know who well, that he's, is. He's he's playing Slanesh game one, isn't he? So He could just have a bad run against David or something where he doesn't roll two ups and David does. So he's playing against two two keepers, two epitomies, one in Rapturous, three times five striders, twenty marauders, Sybarites, Secret Cavalcade. Mesmerizing mirror, so yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, similar, sure it's, it's, it's similar to it's all it's not, it's not identical. It's not identical. Has it got two contorted epitomies? Well, this is last havoc. It was two keepers, 20 marauders, two units of health striders, unit seekers, and two keepers or something. He, d- he only has one epitome, he doesn't have two. It's just there's that there's a bit of a pattern with Mr. Nemeth where the list that he plays at the next tournament is almost the exact same list that he got beat by at the tournament that he was just but at. His item choice is oh. so weak compared to uh, like his item choice and these uh, gen- command trait aren't great compared to what Lee's doing. The, the Glory Hog is amazing and so is the Rod of Misrule. If you're not taking those two things in Invaders, there's no point in being Invaders in my opinion. Again, that's why I play that in Invaders as well. Where it's at, this is the filth to beat. Is, do you think that Slanesh is the filth at the minute? Yes. One of. Yeah. I would say that... Skaven are still is, up there with I, them. I would say that they are the S tier right now. And there's quite a lot of lists that are tier one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we've got a question about Scottish meta at some point, haven't we? So we'll maybe come back to that. You can't say Scottish meta is Slanesh when uh, the lists there's a couple are in different. there. I think Skaven's well represented at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. We're looking at these yeah. lists. Um, but we'll come on to that in a minute anyway. You say then that Scottish meta is Iron Jaws, you know what I mean? That's Yeah, but that's that's because yeah. we've got some fun-loving criminals up here. <laughs> but Iron Jaws nearly they're won. Filth, it, no. Iron yeah, Jaws are it's just they're not playing the Stronger stuff. Ah, it's a good no, honest army. <laughs> Point smash. The thing is, is it's not honest anymore. That's the that's the problem. Yeah. You can teleport a unit nine away and then move it. <laughs> it's nuts. Wow. You can do that with the Iron Fist move or the command ability. Let's wait for the new book, then we'll know how filthy they are. Mars, which kit they want to sell the most, and that'll be the strong unit. You know that for a fact. That's how it works. I clearly wanted to sell Plague Monks. <laughs> There's a lot of them in the store. I've not built and painted a model that I didn't like since I got into the hobby, and I've changed it. I've changed that pattern for Plague Monks. <laughs> Vermin Lords, so absolutely the same them. thing. I like the Vermin Lord models. I bet I'm still saying the same thing. They wanted to sell them. That's why they're so cheap in the game. Keepers of Secrets, you're saying the same problem. Obviously, they didn't want to sell Lotan. <laughs> Lotan shit as well. <laughs> He's for gold. That's, 
That's because that's because Deep can have a really problem. Like their book's very unbalanced internally. Mm. The Edenite so... Slanesh book is actually quite good because you can't you do actually use all the units. Fiends of Slanesh would be the only thing I think I've not seen on the table. Hot takes, people. Slanesh are quite good. You heard it here first. Well, anyway, over to Destruction. Are we on? Oh, hang on, no, hang on. Right. Order is gone. Order. Order. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Liam's only got one list in there, though. It's, it's, it's Liam's list again for the second time. <laughs> I, list, I, I just talked about my chaos list, so we don't have to talk about my chaos. Talk about Fireslayers. No, I'd rather stick needles in my eyes. No. That's not what you want to say. The return of Mr. Ferguson. Yeah, go on. Give us a rundown on the Fire Slayers. No, I'm talking it. about David Jacks. Love how David Jacks changes list again. What's he picked this time? He's uh, Stormcast Eternals, Anvils of Heathen Hammer from the realm of Hush. Sorry, can you say Zeros. it's Anvils of Helden Hammer? Fucking Anvils of Heathen Hammer. Fuck. I thought Hammer. It's Helden Hammer. I can say what I want and how I want. All right. You're not my dad. Eat a fucking Night is Eros. Night is Eros with a Soul Thief. Night Encounter as a general with Deathly Aura and the Lightning Blast spell. A Vexler with a Pendant Stormbringer. A Lord of uh, Lord Ordinator. A Witch Hunter as a sneaky ally. Two units of Judicators with bow, uh, Sky Bolt bows and a Shock Bolt bow champion, I assume. Uh, two units of five Liberators with hammers and a Grand Hammer each. A unit of 20 Sequoias and then Great Maces. And four ballistas with an extra command point. So that example, that could take off. It's too much drops, that's its issue. Too much drops in the sense that it's not a one drop? No, I th- if, see if it was like a four or a five, it'd be okay. What about the fact that it can drop half in the sky? It just means you're putting your other stuff at the back of the board, but you can't be hopefully touched turn one. Mm-hmm. Well, you got units 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 11, 12, 13. So 13 units, Stormcast units, so what, 7 of you on the sky? 6, so, uh, isn't that? 1 for each unit on the table? Oh, yeah. <coughs> so uh, you can't go higher. No, it's, I'm always thinking when you're half, you round up, but mm. not with Has this. Has he got a Castellan in there? No. Nope. The Griffin? No. no. Veritant? Nope. nope. No. He's got that overpowered witch hunter though. Fucking forty points. <laughs> it's broken. You know, I'd love points. I I'm working with lists at the moment and I would love a forty point hero so much. Yeah, is, man. Forty what points is, for a hero. What does the witch hunter do? Scores on no, a hero mission for forty man. points. Right, is that it? <laughs> he can target a wizard he can target a wizard or something and he gets reroll to hits and to wounds against it or something. All right. He's there to score in the hero missions for 40 Gra- points. So he didn't Gra- have 50 points for a uh, command point. <laughs> Grot shamans quake in their boots. Yeah. Roll a dice of Witch Hunter's target or affected by an enemy spell and a 5 up it ignores it. Mm-hmm. It inflicts defu damage instead of 1 with its attacks if it's a wizard or demon. Cool. Filth. Yeah. How about? Should take 6 of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Do the board. Well, there you go. If you're trying to like one of those, I'm like... going to come back to you on the um, the fire slayers, though, Liam, because I'd like to hear about them because it's the only one. Uh, but at the end, when we come to the honourable mentions, before that, we'll go to Scott. 
It's going to break Liam's heart to mention Fire Slayers as an honourable well, mention. Fire Slayers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So destruction. Uh, the top. The top list. And in a shock horror moment, it isn't Beast Claw Raiders. There's no Beast Claw Raider list. Martin Kershaw at this event. That's what's that all about? The Scottish meta is just eating itself. Um, it is Martin Kershaw, and we've got not one but two double Bog Crusher lists. So he's got Mega Bustle Bog Crusher General. He's got Live to Fight again for the reroll to wound uh, if they charge. He's got the Gore Hacker and Scrap Tooth, which is the up the kind of alternate weapon you don't see. It's not got as much rend, I don't think. Um, but it does have double gear cloak on him, on the general. So there we go. He has uh, second more crusher, mega boss, chopper and rip tooth fist. He has the artifact miasmatic blade, which I had to go and look up. Um, rend three. No, yeah. minus one to no, hit. No, minus one to hit. Yeah. Dimensional blades, rend three. So, so a bit, yeah, a couple of tricky more crushers there. Um, it's not a crusher, is it? I thought it was just Mega Boss on foot, 140 points. No, no, double more crusher. Hmm. Unless I've somehow done something stupid here. Yeah, both of them aren't one drops either, Nate. No, it's double more crusher, definitely. Um, and then the rest of it, there's no wizards, there's no uh, chanters, none of that shite. There's uh, one, two, three, four units of three gore grunters and a unit <laughs> of nine gore grunters. So. Yes. There we go. What's that? 12, 21 gore hunters in the gore fist. So it's a three drop um, made of two more crushers and 21 pigs. That that unit of nine pigs is going to do some damage. <laughs> yeah, 15 inch move in their turn. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna charge yeah. into some plague monks and then get taken off in return. <laughs> works. Who are they so playing no... game one? Do we oh, know? Uh, let's have a look. I'm not sure. Uh, it's on table one, I think. He plays at the local East Bride Club, and oh, his, his list before was uh, no gore fist, and it was just a mega boss on foot that he'd modelled onto a pig, and then the rest was just gore grunters. <laughs> oh, is, no joke. That, is that that guy? It was That's that guy. Boss. Yeah, it was awesome. like thirty something gore grunters. So he's playing. Oh, he's playing Craig Graham first. There we go. Table ten. Smash up the trees. He'll be he'll be loving the fact that there's it's no longer rolling a one and that pig goes off dead. <laughs> D three mortal wounds is so much better than uh, losing three picks on the charge. So this looks off a light as well. Hundred and thirty three wounds in it. It's not it's, it's, you know it's pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. There we go. More wounds than I have. So there we go. That's destruction. Right. Death. So Mr. Smith, I'm going with you. <laughs> Honourable mentions going to Mr. Ramage. But uh I'm going with you. So you've got the double the double goo king on Terrorgeist for fun. I've gone retro, I've gone I've gone March two thousand and nineteen. You are Gristle <laughs> You've got the Regent, you've got the King, and you've got a courtier. So that's bringing you on what? Two threes of players. Uh the Regent brings you the variety. The Ghoul yep. King brings you Ten, yeah, yeah, ten ghouls. Then you've got three tens, and you've got JP's corpse cart, uh, and the ghoul patrol. So does that make you what? One, two, three, four, five, six, six, six drops. Six. Yeah, yeah. Additional two command points. Only eighty-one wounds, but how many can you summon in turn one? 
Well, I'm bringing on ten ghouls, probably three flares and a varg. Yeah. So two and a half thousand points, tickling two and a half thousand points. <laughs> You're dirty, man. <laughs> but it's 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 not it's not as strong as it was. It's, no, it's not. But you've got the doppelganger cloak. Yeah. You've so got it's... the Marshard that you've got to take. Yeah. Um, Have you used the Marshard yet? Ever? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Always forgotten it. <laughs> you've got two gruesome bites. Um, so you've got to get that charge in, really, haven't you? Yeah, because which now is it's, why now it's on the charge. There's lots of spectral host in there, so it's not stuck on the regent or it's, it travels around with the terror geist. If it and absolutely... you've got the... Yeah, you've got the chalice and the barricade. So, have you had a bit of practice placing that chalice now? Yeah, used it used it pretty well. I played Andy Curry last oh, week ago, week and a bit ago. It's pretty devastating if you get it right. I'll tell you. Yeah, I had it. I, I popped down nicely, and he he was playing with his fire slayers, and he had nine riggers in there as an ally, um, and they were there to obviously shoot me. So he he. he he took me down to about half wound or something, um, and then I got the I got the charge in and ate them up. But the, the chalice had been put down there as well, so within range. So those little dead balloons went into the chalice and then healed me up. So it was a nice little. And then off he went. He was he was back to full wounds, and then he he he, he, he went down that flank. <laughs> not nice. But, yeah. So I mean, it's it does what it does. It's, it's not as strong as it was, but it's still it's still got teeth. Excuse the pun, but so. An honourable mention to the Fire Slayers. Tell us how it works. Why is it so so much of a grind, Liam? So it's uh, Fire Slayers, Hermdar. Hermdar has a command ability for a command point. You pick a unit wholly within 12 inches, and it gets to fight at the start of the hero phase instead. Uh, he has a Oric Rune Father and Magmadroth as the general. Uh, Warrior dominates the trait. Tyrant Slayer is the artifact, which I think is the one he has to take for Hermdar. Same with the trait. Uh, Magma Drop trait, Cold Heart Ancient, means it's minus one rendered target. It's got Battlesmith with the artifact that then is an Olsidian icon. Uruk Rune Master with a Prayer of Ash, a Rune Smiter with Forge Key and Prayer Searing Heat. Unit 30 Hearthguard Berserkers with Broad Axes. Unit 10 Volkites with Warpicks and Shields. Another Unit 10 Volkites with Shields and Warpicks. Unit 10 Uruk Hearthguard. Uh, Lords, of Lords, uh, Lords of the Lodge Formation. And the runic firewall for two thousand on the dot. It's pretty much it's so the big unit uh, gets a better armor save from the prayer of ash, uh, allowing you to get and then so they get a four up save and then once per game they can get a three plus save. Remember rightly, uh, and get real ones to save on it uh, as well. They then have a four-up death save. Well, four-up ignore wounds or mortal wounds save if they're within ten inches of a hero or twelve inches of a hero. Ten, ten uh, for that one. So it's a unit sixty wounds that's got a four-up save, and then a four-up save, and they hit like a an absolute brick. And then could large the lodge formation if they're wholly within twelve inches of a hero at the start of the. Phase from the uh, start of the combat phase within that formation to get to pal the second time as well. I was noticing one thing: you just start of the phase as well, can't they? So they can yeah, fight at the start and then pile in again. Yeah, I actually noticed one thing: he doesn't have uh, uh, the run and charge prayer, so it's a lot slower. 
and what? Did he take the ten shooting guys instead of just the five for the extra priest? Yeah. Fair enough. You'll miss that extra priest, definitely. Well, one the of the four main heroes is, is the speed yeah. of the army, isn't it? Yeah. And no, that's why the running charge is so big. Because mm. you can just go move ten and then charge eight. You know, I mean, seven, eight inches. And that's your 18 inches across the board, which if you're on the 12-inch line, because you can start like that, because they don't... They're not going to take... And also, if you're within... The trait allows them... If you're wholly within 12, I think, of the general, you're minus, minus one, one to be wins. wounded. Yeah. yeah. Bonkers. I don't understand how that works. They're quite a slow-looking army on uh, on paper, but then if you've got the run in charge and they run 10 inches... And then they get a charge off, they move X number of inches, then they can pile in twice, so they can essentially move another six inches. They can They've cover the two whole board. Two-inch reach for their weapon as well. Yeah. And so two attacks each, freeze and freeze, rend one, two damage. Unit 30 is obviously nasty, but uh, Andy, in that game, he ran a unit of 20, and then two units of five. And it's better. I think that's got legs. I mean, the 20, you're still not killing the 20. I like 15 you and 10. The- I think the fifteen tens the way to go uh, for my. Tell you what, units unit of five. You think you can take them on? They're they're lasty. Same, with, same, with the, same with the volkites. I, the volkites keep keep getting played in tens uh, as well. And you're just like it's because they're minus one to be fives. wounded once per yeah. game. They can fight when they die. Like they're solid. The, four up the army is combat, solid. Combat as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the. I think it's the issue because again, up, prayers because they'll hard. be in that range for the plus yeah. one save. Yeah, the prayers aren't hard either. They're two ups mostly. Is it plus one to prayer if the somebody stokes the, the fire in the pizza oven? Yeah. yeah. Which I think is just a too powerful ability. I'd, like rerolls, I think is okay from like what corn uh, get. Corn get. But I do it's... think the the two pluses is just. It's like when you it's like when you complain about the locust from the greater demons. It's the same problem. It just it just happens. You'd you'd be a very unlucky for it not to happen. It's a it's an army that you'd like if you don't like playing a dice game in the sense that it's all it's <laughs> yeah. it it's reliable, isn't it? Like it's I think it's too reliable. I think that's its issue. Like I it don't does know if it's too reliable. It, it, I think I think I think if if it gets to do what it does. So again, if you took the prayer, like I said, the prayer that gives you the run, you're automatically running six. That's again, I've talked about this quite a few times. I think the auto run six is too strong. In the game where there's a lot of units can either run, run in charge, charge yeah. or retreat in charge. Six. Yeah. Look at it, Sister Slaughter. I move 12 and then I can charge tw- uh, 2d6. And then I've got a six inch pile in. And then I can then retreat from combat next turn. So then I retreat 12, then charge again, and then pile in six. It's a, f- it's a big distance on a double turn. It's a landlocked army in the sense that it can't fly. Like You can pin it in place and stuff. All these endless spells that we're seeing people take. Well, not so much at this event, but... Very dull to do so. I, yeah. I, I don't think that's a good way to play the game. I don't think... Stop. As much as this unit you can't kill, I don't think blocking it in and not letting them play the game is any better. I just don't... I just wish the... The mortal wound save they got wasn't... Just for being within range of a hero. I think that should be a holy within as well. Because... I know they'd force them to play a lot tighter, but... Death Stars just... have existed in tabletop war games before this, though, haven't they? Surely, like I'm pretty sure I've heard about the term the terminology from 40k. And if you can't debuff it into the ground, then you just 
you avoid it, don't you? So you can because a lot yeah. of the missions are model. Mm-hmm. Uh, the model range is just so because again because the very it's whole it's not wholly within. I mean, death saves are well, fact death saves wholly within. It should yeah. be wholly within. That that's unusual. But it's like Hagnar as well. Hagnar's not wholly within, and it yeah. should be. Yeah. Like it's it's a bit weird. So uh, Jamie, a five up. Would you get? Would you trade for a five up? It's a five up to your army five. though, not just to one yeah. unit. Um, yeah. But that you, unit is the army. Do you think Jamie versus Lee table one then? What wins? What wins Paul Deduca is probably the one list on there that I think is that he can deal Jamie, with. Is he? No, I don't think so. Or is he? I don't know. I've not seen the draw, but I think Paul Deduca's list can deal with Lee's. Uh, John Conley's playing. Yeah, Jamie John Conley be Jamie. That's, that's Paul, a good answer. The, he's Paul's playing Phil. To just sniper the hears. So, but so Fire Slayers v Slanesh, for example. There's two filth. What wins? Slanesh. Yeah, I think Slanesh beat Fire Slayers. Because it's all they do is they tag you for that six-inch piling, and then they just hold you in combat. So it's what they do is they go two units of Hellstriders at both ends of this big block, and then one unit just goes in to fight you. You then pile in back to it to kill it, and then the other unit just goes within three of you, which means you're locked for next combat turn. It means you can't. You can retreat, but you can't obviously fight. Fire slayers can be combo broken as well. They rely on like a chain of things going on to get that. Like the one thing they can rely on is having a hero within ten inches of that unit. But the holy mm-hmm. within buffs, you can combo break them with pylons and stuff. Um, like I've played Andy once and quite quickly saw that if you charge the 30-man unit on one side and then put some units maybe six inches away from the rest of the unit in like mm. various places, then when he comes to pile in, all of a sudden he's got multiple units that are the closest model and you just you just lock it in place so it can't really move because it needs to keep in coherency. Um, Slanesh can do that because they can summon loads of free units as they gain depravity and they can get a crap ton of depravity from fire slayers as well i i honestly still wish fire slayers didn't go to two wounds i just i just don't understand why they did it for them because i think the fact you can take that 60 wound unit that has a three plus four plus and it's immune to battle shock when it wants to be battle line and it's battle line yeah but it exists and you've got to think about ways to deal with it and uh, there is ways to deal with it unfortunately hmm. they are equally as boring as playing you know, a yeah. 30 hearthguard berserkers oh, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, that's why the slash in a box I'm just waiting for them to again wait for that to cool down <coughs> wait for the shift to change and that because uh, again like the next few books could change it for fire slayers as well uh, like you said you think that you think they struggle on the missions a bit more uh, but if this if this event was Duality Death as last game rather mm. than uh, Arcane Power, I think they would have had no problem taking the event. The reason that I think uh, Paul Duduka's list is one of the few that can deal with Lee's is because in the pack you can bring one piece of scenery that you want as well mm-hmm. to place on the table. So all Lee needs to do is take a Citadel Wood and then he's a two-drop list, so he's the lowest drops at the event besides the Iron Jaws, so he can go first and run all his keepers into the Citadel yeah, Woods. None of, the, none of the Iron Jaws are slower than him. If yeah, all the is he, can run in, he can run into the wood, so that he just places it in the middle of the table, and then he goes first and just runs into it. 
And the only shooting list that ignores line of sight is Paul Deducca's Storm Fiends with the... Or Sean McKechnie's Gobas. Or the Gob Splitters, yeah. And then he just uh, shoots the unseeable guys off the table. If only Lee had a solo death army. Exactly. Like I, He's not talking about it, but I'm going to call him on it now. He's that kind of guy that I, I just know that he's going to take a set of the wood. Because uh, played, I played him last week, and there was a big bit of overgrown scenery in the middle of the table. He took turn one, ran all three keepers into the middle of it. And I'm like, right, okay, cool. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> um, yeah, I just know that he's going to do that. It's a dick move, Lee. Don't do it. Um, Scott, uh, Scott you got a set of wood I could borrow for the weekend. <laughs> well, I, there's one. There's there's riches woods in the loft. Yeah. How much bow hunter has he got? Uh, he's got a load of crowns. Uh, Twelve, I think. Yeah, because that's that's what he ran, sort of two years ago when he, when he bought it. You used to only be able to fit twelve. Yes, remember those days. He's not got twenty-one. That's just, that's for sure. Or was it 15? I think it may be. He's got 15. 15. I think it's 15 he's got. Yeah. He's got a bunch of scythes as well. Oh, they're terrible. Snap bows. them off and put bows on them. That's why. <laughs> he won't mind. Wow. But they, see, that's the unfortunate direction the game goes. Because, again, the same, like you said there, Nath, like KO, shooting casts, Cunning Rock exists. So there's a Cunning Rock to hear this weekend, but I don't know how it'll do. It's not. Well, a, Mark Roberts got game it's one. A thirty out of boy cunning ruck, isn't it? It's not there. He's got. He's playing cat. Oh, yeah, so he's taking that off to game one. That Tri- I doubt. Triple thirster. Yeah, I'll just take off to bloodthirsters turn one. Thinking, talking about the bloodthirsters, can we give a shout out to um, yeah. the honest war gamers? Uh, Dan and Watson. That was Dan a great list. I like that list. Oh, it was. It was. That's an, one. That I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Crud! I wish that I had the spare cash to go and buy four Bloodthirsters." It just sounds perfect. What's it's this? amazing this, that the list fits. Is this? I've not heard this yet. So he's so doing his list diaries. Yeah. Oh, I've not listened to these yet. Oh, they're hilarious. There's a horsey, horsey story that I just cannot even horsey, horsey. repeat. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, essentially, I'm just going to drop it that he has a threesome with his parents, and uh, it is as bad as it sounds. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, it's the insensate rage times three. It's his yep. uh, and then uh, unfair beauty, and then and then he's got a gore pilgrims as well. So it's a two drop army. Um, he's got the anti magic from the gore pilgrims and the plus one attack. And it's all about just getting those insensate rage guys in with as many attacks as possible, looking for the sixes to win to do the four mortal wins in eight inches and just blow up all the support heroes. It just sounds amazing. It sounds so good. It's a tyrant's of blood, so you can like activate one and then activate all the others, and then the last one can pile in twice. And he's got the free he's got the the brooch, so he's got all the command points back, and then he gets to use command ability for free as well. It's just an awesome list. Perfect list. It fits exactly 2,000 points after the points reductions. <laughs> but yeah, if you've not listened to that yet, go and listen. It's Honest Wargamer on SoundCloud, and he's done the list diaries with Darren twice now. And yeah, the lists are all the, off-the-wall kind of cool lists. I've seen it on my podcast feed thing. I've just not listened to it yet. But cool. It's really good. Excellent. So, who's going to win? Lee or Paul Deducca? Lee. Lee. What about yourself, Scott? What are you thinking? I don't, 
Mm. If I'm lucky and I played, if I, if I did lucky against Adam, at least I've got a good strength of schedule to go into the rest of the weekend, the day. So you don't need to phone that ambulance. Liam's fine. Um, he obviously still thinks he's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say Lee. Why not? Lee's the favourite going into it. There you go. He's brought the filth. He knows how to win with it. I know he's got broken dice. So there you go. And the Citadel Wood. And the Citadel Wood. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably the one, if he was still playing his two-keeper list, that would be okay. I just can't deal, like he says, Nathan, adding the third one in is just too much redundancy. Mm. Well, I'm going to come along. I'm not going to get to play, but I'm going to come after lunch and um, I'm going to be chaperoning two enthusiastic children. Um, I'm going to wander around and point at things and say hello so i was gonna say you should bring an army and give us a game but if you've got two kids then sack that yeah well i was thinking about it i have got an army uh sat in the boot of my car because i'll be the spare player i'm likely not going to be playing at this point Mm -hmm. Sean McKinley doesn't turn up yeah if he's still stuck on a boat then i might have to the weather looks okay i think he'll get back i think he'll be all right it doesn't turn until the weekend so it should be okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm, I might have one in the boot of the car. It depends. But yeah, one of the children in tow is a six-year-old. And uh, yeah, it could be challenging. Just let Matt look after him. Yeah. I'll just lock him in the in a cupboard with a dog. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what right. uh, Mike should have done as well. Like uh, Matt watch his kids and then he could play. Mm-hmm. So, uh, actually, yeah, we, we kind of half touched on this earlier. Uh, Six Nations, there has been some elections and whatnot in the last week. Can we have an announcement? Yeah, well, shall I do it? I'll yeah. Go for it. So, well, yeah, there's been some some elections within the committee structure thing that you talked about. So, uh, We'll, we'll just go. Oh, we'll beat around the bush. Can't be bothered. Too late. Go on, but uh, go on, beat around it. Beat it. <laughs> uh, congratulations again. So Mike Callahan is returning as captain for 2020. Uh, he beat off uh, lots of competition from from others and was the only applicant. Uh, so, but well done, Mike. He deserves another shot at it. Um, and I'm sure we shall. I say we. Well, the royal we. Um, We'll do better next year. So taking lots of feedback on board from from this year and from previous years, uh, some some ideas for going forward for next year. So all that will become clear, I'm sure. But Mike is going to lead us again. Um, and there was also a uh, vice captain decided as well, just the start of the week. Um, and congratulations to Nathan, who returns again as vice captain. So keeping the, the command structure in place. Um, guys deserve another chance at it, I think. I think that was the feeling, although it was very tight. Um, there, there, there was another candidate for vice-captain, uh, but it was came down to a couple of votes between them. So Nathan got through that one, so well done. Um, so that'll be cool. Uh, we have also decided that the coach and the selector, so the, the non-playing selector went to Kev, Kev Lowe. So he's... he's Pulled himself out of the hat for going for a playing spot of the team to be part of the sort of selection committee so he can give a sort of more impartial 
view on things and uh, help help build the, the the player side of things. Um, and coach was went to myself, so I am not playing. Uh, that that was the gamble for me was to try. Think do I try and go for a playing spot? It's going to be very tough this year, even tougher than last year. I think to to get on the on the uh, on the bus, and I, and I wanted to be on the bus, so went for the coaching role where hopefully I can make an impact there. So that's super where we're sub. Go- super sub, yeah, I'll be there. So. Um, so you mean you're playing for Wales, is what you mean? Yeah, he's <laughs> Wales super sub. We couldn't afford to have Paul De Duca as coach this year. <laughs> His price has gone up after beating yeah. the master, so <laughs> I'm cheaper. Uh, so there we go. That's three. That's two players. The vice, well, the captain and the vice captain decided. So six players to be decided upon um, before the end of the year. So we've got a few months to work this through. We're going to do a proper kind of application process based on rankings. And also other things. So it's not just purely on rankings. It's going to be about getting the best players and the best sort of positions. The best arm, you know, armies, of course, will, will vary. But lots, lots of things to go through. And in the meantime, we'll be doing things as well uh, locally in the country to try and boost performance levels. Yeah, we're going to be having some practice days, um, encouraging everybody who's interested in playing for the team either now or in the future to get involved and try and up the game of the Scottish scene because um, I think we do have a really strong meta. It's just uh, because everybody knows everybody, it gets uh, countered a lot easier. But I'd like to see more people up in their game and uh, coming out and playing everybody that's part of the team. There's been a lot of people uh, make comments that they feel some people on the team or that were on the team were unapproachable. It's not the case. You can come up and speak to any of us. Um, we're all a friendly bunch and we're inclusive. We want everybody to get involved. So hopefully people will not feel like that in future. I think there'll be some space as well because I've stepped down this year. I'm not going to be applying either. Not that I've got a space, but uh, <laughs> I've been doing it for three years. And, you know, there's, there's definitely more openings. And as you say, with Kev um, doing the non-playing selector and with Scott, taking himself out of the running. Um, I think that there is definitely uh, a field for people to play into. I think the goal is to get some people that haven't ever played on the team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if we you, don't know yet, but I think if we you, do want new blood. And if you want to be on the B team and you can drink enough pints, come to me. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, so uh, because we, um, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we're water boys and, and whatnot. No, no, I think uh, I think it's good. And it's really good that you're doing the, uh, the special days and whatnot as well. And, yeah, people should get involved. And don't think it's clicky. It's not at all. Not everybody, at all. I mean, everybody, everybody just likes playing games. And great, great maybe when they, Yeah. They get the mm. game face on sometimes. Um, but it's only because they're thinking. It's not because they're, uh, they're stern or anything. So just... Uh, just just talk to him. Yeah. We want to expand the Scottish hive mind, you know, improve the uh, everything, really. So the more, the more, the merrier. Yep. The last thing we want to do is to settle for copying the lists that occurred down south. We need to get enough people involved to yeah. try and develop our own meta and react to the game as and when it changes instead of waiting for somebody else to react to it first. Yeah. So the more people we can get involved, the better. 
Yeah, if you emulate the lists that they're playing everywhere else, they'll know how to counter. Yeah, can counter you just step behind? So do your yeah. own stuff. See, mixed death. That's the way. <laughs> mixed death. Yep. <laughs> right. Well, no. Well done to you all, and congratulations on the elections. And I'm sure it'll be a, an exciting couple of months. So, when is the applications for players to be submitted? So I think, yeah, yeah, I think, moment, I think it's November. I think, I think it's November. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So plenty of time. Plenty of time. Yeah. And encouraging. So the we'll we'll talk. We're, we're planning to get together the four of us now and sort of drum up some sort of you know application type form thing so that people can get it. We can get it out there. People can then start putting their almost like draft application forms in and we can give feedback and blah, 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 blah. So it's not going to be wait till one day before the deadline and chuck it in. Encourage early application and, you know, we'll, we'll build it up and build it up from there. So it'll be a sort of iterative process maybe. I don't know. We, we haven't talked about it properly yet, but that's yeah. still to be done. So Things that are kind of coming out are think about what sort of style of game you tend to play or like what sort of style of armies you like to play with and stuff not just the uh, the style of play like aggressive or defensive but like what 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 do you think you'll bring to the team from your own experiences and stuff start thinking about that whether that's like john craig and Stu, where we send you out with the english team and try and keep them out as late as you possibly can <laughs> that's a valuable skill to have we need uh, we need people like that especially if Stu's not coming this year yeah year. now well, I'll be tapping up all your 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 drinking buddies, so so you might not, you might need <laughs> they might new, not have that. They might that. need new blood for the drinking buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 It's it's good. The social side's just as much as the other as the the playing side. So people need to get on with each other. So yeah, get involved. Getting involved early and and do what you can. That okay. sounds good. You don't, you don't want to go on holiday with a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I think that you need to get people to have testimonies from their better halves or have some kind of monitoring to see how they snore um, yeah because that should really be part of the selection criteria as well to be honest we have Everybody to keep he's just trying not game. to have me play in any team <laughs> <laughs> i feel attacked you need to grow a ponytail liam there's, there's one less ponytail on the team so oh man oh well yeah. i might just come and bring carry the bags i'm not saying i'm not coming i'm just saying i'm not playing Play for Wales. Yeah, I might go and play for Wales. I'll play for Scandinavia. That was my backup as well. If I didn't get on the team, I was just going to play for Wales. <laughs> I don't think I'm good enough to play for Wales. <laughs> uh, actually, Paul's set I, the bar did, high, hasn't he? I did all right last year. I can't. I can't complain. Right. Well, there you go. Congratulations, folks. Um, so I think we're on to upcoming events. There's a couple. Have you got the calendar, Scott? Yeah, I've got it here, so not much to not really update from quick. last time. So, yeah. Warpath this weekend, Onslaught, uh, 7th, 8th of September. There's still, I think, one ticket left, maybe Mark was one saying. One ticket earlier today. Yeah, yeah. so maybe be a dropout or two, but it's, it's almost full. Uh, and we've got, again, I've not updated the bloody calendar yet on TGI. I will do that. So Ren Renegade's in there at the start of October. That's the 1,000 point. Meeting Renegade. engagement. Um, Stephen's got link on that on TGA, and then Howling end of October twenty sixth, uh, the one day at Common Ground. Mike's starting to push that now. So again, look on TGA. You'll see the link there. I will. I'll update on that in the calendar. I promise. Um, so yeah, that's the next couple of months. 
That's for rankings. We'll do it again probably after Warpath. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, there are a couple of extracurricular events. There's the Belfast tournament that I know I got a few of the guys. I think there's five from the local scene going over to the Ulster Open too. Yeah. Um, me and thee are going to Tromso for King in the North to eat meat and drink ale. Um, Indeed. And then Norwegian. there's Carnage, uh, which I'm going to. And so, so seven other people. <laughs> yeah, there's eight of us. So it's it's true. Um, three rounds. So you can't really have more than eight if you want a real winner. So yeah, there you go. It's uh, a <laughs> proper watching it real. So uh, it's the day after the howling. So me and Sean are doing the road trip from Aberdeen to um, Stirling, and then as soon as we finish the howling, we drive into Windermere. Um, it's only about three and, hours down the road. Yeah, and then, uh, especially in Sean's new car, which looks pretty, uh, pretty swift. <laughs> and then um, we're uh, we've got a day of that, and then we're coming back up the road. So that should be good fun for us. We're doing a, a, a an event in two countries, one day after the other. <laughs> nice. The Iron Men of Warhammer. It's good, good to see Adam Turner back above. Uh, sort of running tournaments again, so yeah. but just a shame it's only eight people. Yeah, bring Egon back. Yeah, well, quality, not quantity. So. <laughs> <laughs> the list of people that are there, I honestly do think that that event will be carnage if it wasn't on a Sunday. Uh, Sunday's <laughs> the new Saturday. <laughs> no, Sunday's good because if it was on the Saturday, I'd have to choose between that and the howling. So. This is perfect for me. Suppose you're not working on the Monday. Well, I'll just take the Adam day off. Rossens is a teacher, isn't he? Yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah, Drinking, course. buddy. <laughs> we'll be all right because we'll have the, the Saturday night and the Friday night as well. So it should be all right. It'll be good fun. Um, looking forward to that. And I don't know what else we've got coming up. Um, but yeah. Slow it's grow. Exciting. Slow grow. Yeah, it's very slow. Have you jumped ship again? Maybe. Yeah, what have you What have you jumped to now? I might have uh, won an auction for some <laughs> uh, Vanguard Hunters. First time. <laughs> what? Nice. <laughs> that came out of left field. Did you not see what I changed my Skype picture to? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> In the middle of the call. Oh, yeah, I, I, I can't. That? I can't stick to anything. My head's on a swivel. So yeah. I'm looking right. at some Stormcasties. They're cheap. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Right, and then we're on to questions. There were quite a few. They must have them? all went to you. Did they go up on Twitter? Oh, Christ. There was a couple on Twitter. There Let me get load Twitter. on that WhatsApp nonsense. <laughs> I put stars by them. Does that mean I'm efficient? It means that you'll find them easier than... Well, you'll be the only one that finds them. I'm a fucking legend, so... I'll be quiet. You can do your uh, twi- Twitter ones while I try. There's only three that comments. That's good. Uh, who on earth let Scott be elected for anything? Literally everyone, John. <laughs> Next. Um, <laughs> what happened to the NI backstory episode? So that's one for you, Stu. Uh, well, our Patreon supporters 
will no doubt have seen a post this week where all the backstories have been published on our Patreon site. So um, anybody who's interested and is one of our supporters can go on there, click on the link and read them at your leisure. Um, There may be one forthcoming where I, with a soothing voice, um, read through them. Uh, (laughs) There are are 40-some of them. Totaling okay. something like 20,000 words. So, well, no, it can't be that many. Uh, maybe. Um, so it was going to take me a while, and I have to get in the right frame of mind to do that. So I thought what I'll do is I'll just pr- uh, post the document. And I did that pre the question being submitted. So I'm surprised. But uh, I must admit, I didn't notice the email. It must have went on. Uh, that's it. No, I, saw it. I saw it. I had a quick peek. Check um, your junk folder. Yeah, I basically, I basically uh, skimmed through it until I found Rich Strachan's and then read that one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. But you have to read. Oh, no, uh, I did have a laugh at your one, Nathan, as well. That was good. I actually did laugh. You need I to researched. read that Adams. Adam Rossens was one of my personal. Oh, Adam's good too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, he's an English good. teacher, isn't he? He's, he's he is. I had to read the take that Wikipedia page. <laughs> so Adam had another question though. So he said, for discussion on the show, possibly, should TOs release information like scenarios, realms, matchups, etc. before the day of the event? I get this is good for hype, but does it skew parts of the tournament as far as being able to prep, etc., in your opinion? Yes, it does skew the tournament, and I think we shouldn't. But I understand why we do. I think we should. I think we shouldn't release missions until, if it's an, if it's an open list event, then get lists in first and then do the missions. Yeah, yeah. I think that we should always release missions after lists so people are preparing for all circumstances. I don't I think, think that... you should have your round one matchup no, before the game, because before the tournament. Lot, yeah. You get so many dropouts in that last week that you end up having redraw after redraw. Yeah. Um, so you're only asking for... I was really lucky with Northern Invasion this year. We didn't have any dropouts, so... The actual draw stud. For I don't even like and, seeing the lists. I don't, I don't release. Even... I don't release the lists. Yeah, I've started to go off it. Uh, I think. I think that. Um, personally, I mean, people can can have their own opinion, of course, but I think that. Um, I think you shouldn't release the missions until after submission of lists, because everybody knows the suite of missions we're going to play in. So they can write an army based on that. But the thing is, releasing them early gives people who are maybe not as experienced as others time to prep. So it should cut out some of that initial confusion. So people have not really got an excuse for not knowing what they're doing if they know what the mission is a week in advance. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Two tournaments in a row, I played the new focal points wrong. So even I read missions wrong. Yeah. It's on it's Onslaught as well, isn't it? Focal points, isn't it? Day one at Onslaught. It's Warpath, the game one, I believe. I think, it, I think it's Onslaught yeah, as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely Warpath. I haven't looked at Onslaught properly yet. I don't know. I might yeah. be wrong. But yeah, missions before lists is definitely not great, in my opinion. But yeah, I think that you could start giving less information, and I think that there would still be hype. If not, there would maybe be more hype because people don't know what's going to happen on the day. They've not seen everybody's lists and stuff. 
You'll still end up with Liam trying to bait everybody to post their lists of it a week before the tournament and what's happening. Yeah, don't fall for it. Stand strong. And then the last question on Twitter is, Mike, do you need to be a podcaster to be elected to a Scottish Six Nations role? Is this Mike's way of telling us that he's now a podcaster and relevant again? Or (laughs) I don't think Mike has enough hair to be a podcaster. Nope, definitely not. No, no. I th- I think that I think it's you two guys, really, isn't it? Who else? Who was the other person? Kev. Oh, Kev. Kev. No, no, so clearly no. Unless Kev and Mike have started up a podcast. I think they. I us. think that's what it is. They've started. The <laughs> yeah, podcast. they must have done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. East West. Right. So I've got some here. So somebody's asking to hear about ETC and Six Nations for next year. Uh, we've done that, haven't we? Yeah. Right. So, so Will has asked, "What's the strongest overall Grand Alliance?" I'll ask you one at a time. One word answer, Liam. I'll answer for him. Chaos. Okay, Liam's unconscious. <laughs> Scott. Yeah, I've got to say chaos. Oops, sorry, order. I thought order. I was on. I thought I was on. Uh, the... No, I was on quiet. I've been sitting there for like five minutes and I'm like, nobody's nobody's acknowledging me. Uh, Yeah, okay. Um, Well, it's definitely not destruction. Um, I like death, but it's not the strongest. So, yeah, it's got to be chaos or order, hasn't it? Um, Order has the strongest books, I think, overall. If you take take all their books, they have a stronger set of books than what chaos do. Chaos have what Skaven, Skaven, Skaven and Corn. <laughs> yeah, Skaven, Skaven and Slanesh. Slanesh. I'd say Slanesh, then Skaven, and Corn are pretty good as well. Yeah. Doc, okay. KO, Stormcast Eternals, Sylvaneth, Zinch. Yeah, yeah so, Change Host's pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah I but say they're maybe even. Yeah. yeah, Chaos and Ultra are good. Fire Slayers. Poor Nurgle. Yeah, no shit. Just came out at the wrong time of year. A list I got from Darren with a unit of 20 Blight Kings and a Blight Cyst looked pretty nails. So there's maybe lists there, just not demons. Yeah. They just need to summon. That's the problem. They need Their summoning is a lot weaker than both uh, all three other books. That's their issue. Like, yeah. definitely with the territories changing now as well, it's so harder to get that extra. Contagion points for being in enemy's territory. I just want to read this list out just because I think that it's absolutely disgusting and I don't know. Maybe somebody's got enough Blight Kings to, to do it. Is Where, this like 35 Blight King list? Yeah, I think it might even be more than that. So it's uh, Lord of Blights, Harbinger of Decay, Sorcerer, 20 Blight Kings, 10 Blight Kings, 10, uh, 5 Blight Kings, 5 Blight Kings, Chaos War Shrine, and Blight Cyst. And he's got the Wither Stave in there as well, and the Rust Fang on the Lord of Blights. It is brutal. Shame they've now got prayers so that the Warfare Hun- get. It's 192 wounds. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. Oh you know God. what his biggest weakness is? Not unmodified sixes. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the it's, it's got the same it's got the same problem. But but they, they get re- they get rend one in that blight cyst, don't they? So yeah. yeah. And the blight the Lord of Blights can give a unit a shooting attack and he's got a unit of twenty in there. Mm. And then uh everything's rerolling sixes to hit, which is pretty good against Slanesh. And Vic. Yeah. I think it's nails. 
So you could probably say that's a filthy list for Chaos as well. Quite slow, though, isn't it? Only no. Those four. Nurgle, run and charge, trees. I bet he doesn't have the bell like the Great and Clean one, so it's not seven inch yeah. moving blinking. It's just the four. But if they if they run, they can't shoot. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's quite okay. It's a defensive build, I feel. So there you go. With the latest culling of factions from Age of Sigma, what do you think is the next to be cut, and what if anything will replace them? Hopefully, Slanesh and Fire Slayers. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> next to be, be cut. realistic. No, next it's what, what? What do you think? Uh, probably will be Drake not one Swarm. Probably Drake Swarm will be cut. Yeah, it's got to be the old fantasy models. So that's if cold one playing... nights, and they're terrible. Yeah. They are nice models, but they are terrible at the same time. If you're I can't believe Sorus Knights, Knights haven't been done. They are what, gosh, what new, what new books models. do you think are going to come out? Like books, like for a faction? Uh, well, Canorthai think... is going to be one. No, well, not but... not a brand new faction. I'm thinking like models that exist. Like what, what books? Well, they've already got a book technically, so of course they're going to get an Ogus. updated book. Ogre Kingdom. So Ogre Kingdoms. So they're probably one that are safe. But I would say I anything else. And anything oh, like else just a, just a have, delete. Yeah, I think they're going to get deleted. Anything that doesn't have a book and doesn't look like it's going to get a book is probably going to get deleted. Like, I was genuinely surprised by the Cities of Order. Yeah. I could have quite happily seen all of that and get deleted from the game. Honestly, yeah, well, exactly. that's just a replacement for the Grand Alliance Order book, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just again, to, Slaves of Darkness. Somebody's, Slaves somebody's, Darkness. somebody's pushed for that. Somebody's Labour of Love, they've, they've, they've pushed for that, I think. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's one. Slaves to Darkness. That'll be a delete and replaced by uh, Dracov. Ever chosen. Or ever yeah, chosen. But I think, a few, I think a few of the models will survive, though. I mean, it's there's a lot of plastic kit in there. There's a lot yeah. of trash for Marauders. Oh, Marauders. Chaos Warriors. Shit, some cool Chaos Knights. I don't know. The, the, Chaos, the well, Chaos Warriors aren't terrible, are they? Like, they're hard, honestly, when you build them. They, they're, they're static. Yeah. They're, they're, just, static. Yeah, they've got, they're three parts. They're four parts. The knights could, the knights could survive. They're pretty static. The the warriors are pretty bad now. I mean, they're fifteen year old or something, aren't they? Ten year old. Yeah, two thousand and four. Yeah, but they've got free guild stuff still in the game. Like that's pretty. Well, not actually, full. a lot of that kit's new. A lot of that kits are still new. Great swords yeah. and that aren't that old. Demigriffs yeah. were two thousand twelve yeah, before the end times. Yeah, the griffin uh, was new. The Quite a few other kits were new. The Celestial Hurricanum, and that was quite new. The War Altar, that's yeah. now gone. But yeah, then again, the War Sphinx and stuff was new. I remember the War Sphinx coming out not long, probably. Yeah, that might be coming back. That's a, 2000, that's a 2008 book, I think. It might, be com- it might be coming back. Yeah, well, you never know. They are shit, though. They were. <laughs> that was a horrible model. The Laughter put some pretty, pretty different spin on it all because you can't just have some Egyptian themed stuff anymore and it to sit comfortably within Age of Sigma. It's just to be camera. Yeah, I know, but it has to be like copyrightable. They can't yeah. just have stuff that looks like Egyptian. Hey, if you look at what they did with Daughters of Cain, they're very like even their trailer was very Greek. It was like the art on yeah. the Greek pots and stuff. Like they can, they can put Mal- they can Malachi put is all yeah Gorgons. But which, which elves were always a uh, were always GW IP right from the beginning, weren't they? No. Oh, they were. It was in the they came through the the first Warhammer Fantasy roleplay game, and 
through the very early editions, it was... I mean, they don't own female elves. Oh, but witch elves were their own thing. They weren't they weren't really anywhere else at the time. You didn't have them in D&D. They were so different to, like, dark elves. And, like, the dark elves out of D&D and stuff Before were black-skinned and stuff. I mean, it was it was pretty... It was pretty groundbreaking when they came out back in the day. <laughs> it's anyway. quite weird, because that's what they were talking about. The, the ogre tyrant still has kind of like a Mongolian look, but he doesn't speak it in the trailer, which is like quite weird. Think about um, Nagash's grand plan has been focused around this inverted yeah, pyramid that he's got. Yeah. It's an inverted pyramid. So that's, yeah. what, that's my thoughts. Anyway. All the secrets. Ah, we'll see. Okay. Also, they're in the background of that video. There is a massive pyramid. I've, I've not even looked at this video. I'm going to have to look at it. Quite good. Okay. Also Here we go. New Right, one each for this. Pro tips for a first-time TO. We'll start with you, Scott, because you're a TO. Um, pro tips. Go on. Get some, hit, get, hit get some good get some good quality swag. That's the most swag. important thing. Yeah, you need some swag. Um, make it make it special. Make it. It's unique. all about the swag. Um, I'd say. Don't put anybody on the list until they've paid. Yep. That is just learning through experience because you'll turn folk away or people will see a full list and you'll be surprised just how many people drop out when it comes to the crunch. <laughs> so populate your list post-payment. That uh, said, storing hundreds of pounds worth of ticket money months in advance in your PayPal account to pay in the arse as well. <laughs> But <laughs> it, it is, but honestly, just do it. But because yeah. if you leave it too late, you'll get let down and yeah. you'll end up with a lot less than you thought. And it's hard one to sell, but take an admin fee for changing it. And I was advised this early on. And it's not something you like doing. And I'll always reimburse it if the ticket can be resold, if I can. But have a cut off date, Make, take the money before you put them on the list if they want to drop out give it them back minus five quid unless you can resell it and um if it's after a certain date when you've spent the money unfortunately it's sometimes a difficult one to do but people just have to know they can't get a refund because you've you've spent it it's it's unfortunate but that swag doesn't come free no exactly that's actually a weird thing we're all tos yeah just realized that We've all been a TO at some point. Yeah. There you go. So go on. What What are your your hot tips, Nathan and Liam? Don't be afraid to ask for help on the day. Yeah. You because everybody will muck player. in. Like I yeah. did my first tournament last year. There was a bit of a malfunction with the software, and Mike mucked in and gave us a hand. Just had to ask, and he was all over it. So. Yeah. Yep, just ask people and they'll help. TTO is your friend. I think that's the way to go now. Well, as now, well. yeah, the soft the software is much better now. Like I was using WarScore, I think when I did ah, mine. That's what I use. But I, um, I would, I, in my opinion, play around with TTO. See how, see, rather than just using it basically just for the rounds and that, use it as go advanced with it. Like you know, you know yourself, you can see like save yourself time and effort. 
don't make paper doc copies and that. Make people do it through the app and that. Like, make your time more stress, less stressful printing 50, 60 odd piece of paper, uh, causing printing fees, affecting the environment. Use the, but again, that's another way. Use it for its full advantage. Because again, a lot of folk I don't notice don't use the clock that's built into it either. They put up their own clock, I've noticed. You can get notifications through it now, can't you? To let you yeah. know when the round started and you can view how many minutes are left in the round on your phone. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an iPhone or a like a Android phone or like a smartphone, the TO can come over and record your scores on their phone or device as well. So yeah, I think um good software. And play about with the software as Liam says, yeah. Use it to your like you say, get the most out of it. Like like you say, do a draft, play about with it, see what you like, see what you don't like. If you don't like using something on it, don't use it. But if yeah, there's something I, I there that like you're, you're not using. I don't like right. it. But other people do. I don't like it because I, I don't like the scores. I don't like it because I have a lot of bonus scores to put in on mine. Why not just ask the guy and he'll put it on for you? If you message the guy directly, he'll put it on for you. Because I've already messaged them about doing the hidden agendas. And they said, just uh, send me over what you're thinking and he'll add it to the list of things. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm only just getting away from paper and pencils. but (laughs) We'll we'll work on you before North Invasion next year. Yeah. I just it, I just don't understand why you would as a TO you'd want to give yourself so much extra work of It's not difficult. It's not that much for me. I find it quite easy. I find it easier doing it the way I do, but just do what works for you is probably the best thing. If technology makes it easier, embrace it. Um I definitely couldn't do it all on a piece of paper. My first novel invasion I did just on a paper with a pencil. I made a big massive grid and I calculated everything manually. Uh not what I'd recommend. No. Um, the other thing I'd recommend as a pro tip is don't get your spare pay- player drunk the night before you expect him to turn <laughs> up at half past nine in the morning. Did you do that? Who yeah. was your spare player? Steve, and he didn't turn in, so I had to I had to play a game. Oh, that's right. That was last year. Oh, that was last year. Yeah, I thought you meant this year. No, no, not this year. No, um, he'd learned a valuable lesson as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of different things, but uh, hype. Yeah, don't be afraid of taking payment before you people put people on the list because I'm as bad for it as anyone. If I get put on a list and you don't need to pay until a certain day, I'll pay on the day um, that you have to pay it by. If you have to pay to get on the list, I'll pay it to get on the list. It's just the way nature works. Um, and yeah, anyway, there's lots there. Um, also, yeah, don't don't apply to peer pressure like what's happened to Matt this last couple of days. Just oh yeah, do what you want to do with your event. If you've got a time timetable put in place, yeah. stick to your guns and go with that. Don't when people yeah. are messaging asking for draws to be done early and that, just ignore it. Ignore them. Don't go and WhatsApp. that. Uh, live in your own little bubble away from technology, and um and stay strong. <laughs> stay <laughs> strong. Trust That's no one. Yeah. Stay strong. It sounds like something that's on top of a, uh, like a cat on a calendar or something. <laughs> cat. <laughs> you ever seen the like the cat that says "Hang in there, man"? No, I must have seen a cat that says "Hang in there." No, I don't. If you like don't. Cats. I'm gonna get that as a poster. I don't like that cats. To your work. No, I don't like cats. You don't like pussy. I, no. Well, hmm, no, no. 
I'm on for dogs. Anyway, which list for Warpath is the most Scottish meta? Witch Hunters, Double Marcrossers, Devoted, Squid Gobbers, Eshin. Come on, tell us. What do you think, folks? Most Scottish, what meta? There's no cows, is there? There's no, no cow list? Zero. Zero. I'd say, I'd say a bunch of the naked East guys Clark. in kilts is pretty close. Flagellant yeah. has to be the Devoted. Yeah. Devoted is is sort of like a breaking bursting the bubble of the Scottish meta at the minute, isn't it? Um, it's only got I, one more event in it anyway, so you should let I, him get this one. Iron Jaws is pretty strong up here. Um, Not really up here compared down the road. Well, it's got three at this event. How many players? Do you are mean at strong? It? Do you mean I'd, actually? I just mean list, like, or do you mean there's well, a just mean it's part of the meta. I just mean it's part of the meta, as in. You could you could play it. As if you in, think about it, Skaven is the the biggest. Skaven's the big one, yeah. Yeah, it's the biggest or part Stormcast. of the meta. I think there's more Skaven than Stormcast this this event, though. Yeah, yeah. normally there isn't. For normally there's again there's as much Slanesh. What two? Four Skaven. There's two I mean, Slanesh here. That's just because I'm not in Slanesh. I'd be free. There's four, and yet four that... Skaven. I mean, it's not yeah, like so... Northern Invasion where we had six Beast Core players or something daft. What did we have? Was it six or four? Whatever it was. It was three or four, was it not? It was the second highest placed one anyway. So anyway, yeah, I think Eshin's great. It's great to see Eshin. I've wanted to do Eshin. All the scaven lists are different. Models. All yeah. the scaven lists are different, which is yeah, encouraging. Three That's of them share quite a lot of the same units. Well, yeah. I mean, three of them have got at least one unit of Plague Monks in it, but that's the same that could be said for any list that takes a good unit. <laughs> Keepers of Secrets and Slanesh, Sisters or Witches and Doc. But um, the vo- the vo- they, all, they all function slightly differently. Like you've got the heavy scryer shooting focused one from uh, Paul, John. the uh, Eshin one. John has what, six Giselles? And mm. yeah. They're all they're all very different, which is cool. There's three like corn lists. lists. I think John's list will do well. What list, uh, Scott? There's three corn lists, including one with an exalted thirster. I don't see that. The exalted often. thirster is pretty cool. Yeah. It's just a, yeah, it's a buffed up unfettered fury, really. Yeah. Uh, so nine nine bloodthirsters across the three lists, but it's, again, well, it's because it's, it's it is the up. only list, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a damn shame yeah. to see it again. As much as you say the same with Slanesh, like. Slanesh is, I would honestly, Slanesh is pretty much unplayable without Keepers of Secrets. And then you automatically take that formation with the Supreme Subrights. You automatically take the three to six hero one, because why wouldn't you? Yeah, for me, if you're looking for a good book, you look at how many lists are different. You very rarely see loads and loads of the same Stormcast list these days, because they've they've had four books. They've had had it nerfed. Yeah. They've also had four books. I wish I wish they'd put more formations into like Slanesh, Nurgle, because you look at Slane- the book, Slanesh actually have enough. They Slanesh have, like, use their four. formations. We use our formations. Yeah, but there's there's only uh, what four something like that. Yeah, but they work differently depending on what host you take. Oh so yeah, no, no, totally. There's there's, there's, thought, there's just not that many. So you so you like like you're saying, you will just see the. Um, Whatever it's called, one with the heroes in it. Uh, it's the same for Skaven. You never really see the Skaven formations. There's like one for each of the clan, and you kind of need to be mono clan to be able to use any of them, other than yeah. Clawhorde. Yeah. 
I mean, there's lots in corn, I but could, you don't, you don't you see could, that. You, anyway. could, you could take the formation. Like, again, if, uh, like, Adam's list, for example, he could take Congregation of Filth if he really wanted to. That's the Plague Monks and the Furnace. You'd only have to drop the Vortex and the Shackles, and I think he fits It's there. just quite expensive, I think. It's not like... 180. I know the Claw Horde's 180, so... They're, I think they're... Uh, Congregation's also 180. If you look at, like... Supreme Cybrites is what one twenty or one forty or something. The Secret right. Cavalcades one forty, like they're really cheap. If the formations and some of the other books came down, you'd they're also very, they're also very flexible. Yeah, like they all have something in that you want. Like even when we were playing with Epilchrom Revelers before, which has two to five units of Daemonettes, that was again if you were playing a Daemonet heavy build, that had all your Daemonettes in it. It was just the, the way Cybrites ones just. How many heroes? Three to six just, heroes. Yeah. Unless you're it's pretenders, but it's one. Yeah. Yeah, it's very flexible. So, yeah, just slash heroes. Okay. Which is so flexible. And it gives you a command point every turn, pretty much, for the first two turns. As long as your heroes don't die on averages. Right, here you go. So, here's uh, coming back to Earth with a serious one, I suppose. Thumb thoughts. On a code of conduct for events, should it be spelled out in the pack or should it be assumed? In the uh, pack. I I think we should have a, a Scotland wide one still. We talked about this about a year ago. Yeah, have and it in I think, the pack in every tournament though. Yeah, but you could just have a link to it in the pack and just have no. A but again, a certain character. a certain TO might not feel that something is because again the TO runs the event he wants to run. He yeah, might see something in there that he doesn't yeah. like. There should maybe be a template, like you say, that they can yeah. follow. Or like yeah, say exactly. okay, then or say we're using one, two, and three from the Scotland's code of conduct for AOG Sigma or something. I quite like the one from um from Onslaught, the the draft one. I don't know if you've seen the latest. Yeah, well iteration we should we should, we should, we should talk about that next time, definitely. <laughs> there's like uh yeah, there's there's a series of things that you're expected to do. And if you do it for each game, you get two points for each thing if you do it for all five. And that's things like uh, rolling dice on the flat, declaring what you're rolling for, um, picking out the the misses. Um, there are some common sense sort of things afterwards for those occasions where it might be appropriate to deviate from the rules. But I think that's a good step in the right direction. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that makes its way to the final pack. Uh, there's a follow-up there saying, um, should there be TP's tournament points deducted for those who don't follow it and are basically just being dicks? JP and Nathan being themselves doesn't count as being dicks for this purpose. So um, I don't know whether or not you should have them deducted or whether or not you should get extra ones. I mean, the way that the onslaught pack is, is that I suppose your opponent will sign sheet at the end of each game i don't know that's Again, a comfortable one the problem is like as well say that's example like say, say it's your first event would you feel comfortable example no, sorry say, say, say example scott age of sigmar six nations coach would you really like to go scott i don't think you did that right you know what i mean or something like again it could just make someone feel really uncomfortable yeah or again do you call them at the time they do it or do you leave it to two hours later where they think they've had a really good game with you and then you're all of a sudden way to take points from them because you accidentally nudged a dice that they didn't call at the time? Like when yeah. I'm watching someone roll dice, like example, if I watch Scott roll dice and say roll 20 dice, 
and I'll be like, uh, he's picked up 10, he's, he's hitting on threes, and say he's got two dice that he's missed, I'm like, oh, you've got two dice you've missed there, sort of thing. But then if he picked up three, I'd be like, oh, no, I saw that there was only two there. I'd say it there rather than going, nope, that's a point deducted because he's picked up a dice extra <laughs> yeah, than he should have. Yeah. I mean, like, Fuck it's a question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's example, a player. Yeah. <laughs> I think before you should be allowed to before you should be allowed to deduct points from people. You could put it in the pack that you need to bring it to their attention at the table that you believe that they've uh, not done something right, and then if yeah. they continue to do it, then you can deduct them points. And you should probably have to make a TO aware in the instance that you're going to do that, so that it can be recorded. Because if anybody's like doing one of those things, then it's a behavioural thing. Yeah. And well, the team should be aware of it. Example is there's obviously there was an incident before where intention wasn't played to its best format. And the same again, I've played people where I've intended some pardon me. I've I've deep struck nine in nine inches away or set up nine inches away. And I'm like, I need nine inch to charge, roll dice, fail it, comes to their turn, they have a four inch move, and all of a sudden somehow they only have four inches. They're measuring, they've only got four inches to get to that combat, and I'm like, well, that's impossible. If you only have a four-inch move, how are you getting... Where's that extra inch that you've taken if I was nine away? Uh, like you said, it's play of intent. No matter how close they move to you by accident, like, it will always be a five-inch charge to you because you're playing with intent that you were nine inches away. They may nudge their model or accidentally, but... Things like I always measure you like you double check your opponent, uh, what reaches are turn one again. There's nothing worse, like you say, if someone didn't tell you, you gave them turn one, and all of a sudden, a model that you thought could only move 12 inches flies for like 24 inches across the board at you and takes half your army off just because they didn't tell you when you asked what was their max range to reach, and they said 12. Things like that, yeah. So we'll see how it pans out. I think it I think is worthy of a big discussion in the future, though. Maybe before yeah. um, onslaught. onslaught. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think I think we've got um, we've got a, a tactics session coming up on the next uh, the next episode as well. So we'll probably do a, a rundown of Warpath, our tactics session, something on um, uh, etiquette. And I look forward towards Onslaught because I think that'll probably be the next event, won't it? After Warpath. Yep. So that'll be quite good. Um, am I right in thinking that is us at the end? That'll probably do it. Look at that. We are one minute off three hours, uh, which is not bad. Yeah, but so, we would have been finished half an hour earlier if you didn't go for chips. Oh, I needed to eat though, otherwise I'd have been pretty drunk. Um, That's true. So, yeah. Anyway, well, thank you very much for joining us, and so thank you very much to people who've listened and for people who've written in questions and for I don't know the sun that shined all day. Um, it's it's good evening and good night from me. It's good evening from him, <laughs> and it's good morning from me. Oh man, we'll get better at this one day. So yes, thank you very much. And need a script. Be... Yeah, we do need something. <laughs> we'll be back within the I don't know a week or two. I think Warpath's in three or four days, and then yes, why not? Eh? 
Sounds I'm good. off to I'm off to Sunny Blackpool next week, so that'll be. Fun. There might be the dulcet tones of a crying baby in the background next oh, time, man. or I <laughs> might, might just not be here at all. No, you <laughs> might you might have to go off on some kind of sabbatical. Yeah. Well, you'll have to submit some kind of written statements for us to read out. Yeah, it could be like the foreign correspondent. We'll get. Us, I'll we'll send get us in up. a recorded seg- segment. <laughs> we'll get a we'll, substitute. Yeah, we'll get a stand-in. We'll get somebody who's, who's dynamic like you. Somebody else who's on the Six Nations. Go, Kev, you're in. <laughs> right. As long as it's not Mike. As long as it's not Mike. Well, Mike, no, no, Gav, Mike, we have to keep, we can't have it just like an old boys club, can we? But it definitely can't be Harper. Yeah. No. You could no maybe job. get Stephen on to talk about his meeting engagements. That'd be a cool segment as well. Oh, yeah. And thanks to Stephen. He's, um, he's awarded um, young Arwen with a free ticket. So oh, it, it looks like uh, I have a pass from uh, her mother to bring her along. So it looks like I'll be bringing her down and letting Arwen play. Uh, he did suggest that we both played individually, but I think I'll probably just lurk behind her and help her out with rules queries. So that'll be pretty cool. cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Could be nice. I'm not looking forward to the facts, and I'm I'm not being uh, derisive or, or whatever the word is. But um, she wants to play deaf, and I'm struggling to put together a thousand point meeting engagement list without a, a unique Either character or, or a, a model over under four hundred points. I think he's revising that to be uh, unique characters up to a certain points limit. Oh, so. that'd be good. Yeah, so you maybe fit Lady Alinda the best Mortar. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be the Night Hunt ones. I don't think you're getting a Mortar in there. We need a Mortar. Oh, we need a Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon. Nobody else matters. Anyway. You take the Blood Throne, whatever it's called. I haven't got that. I'm not Mars building engine. something special. Just no. put a Vampire Lord in your Mortar's engine. I haven't got a Mortar's engine. You do? <laughs> I haven't. I borrowed one. <laughs> anyway, I've heard it off Eric. We said goodnight five minutes ago. I know, we did. <laughs> it's definitely over fucking right, Do you want to practice now. it again? Are we going to say what yeah, the yeah. script is? What's uh, the it, script? It, it's goodnight from Orkney and. Goodnight from Aberdeen. No one's supposed to say. Goodnight from Lark Hall. Is that a prison? <laughs> Lark Hall prison. <laughs> Good night for the Ouija land, man. <laughs> good night, book fast, man. Come on, Scott. And good night from Steps. Yay! A little blind spider took the wheel. Navigating grass blades completely by a field. Got a sassy chassis sparkling in the sun. All four small, bald, fat tires rocking through the sand and burning up. Little dune buggy out in the sand. A little blue dune buggy in my hand. Okay, I got a rubber band motor humming on the beach. Ready for fun Quit spinning that web And come out and play in the sun Eight thimble-sized cylinders To be as smooth as you please The spider's badass fat old abdomen Stuck in the bucket seat 
Transmission was caught in drive. Spider Man squinting at the sand and the sky. Spider Woman in the front seat, screaming, Go, go, go. He's riding the accelerator down to the floor with his fuzzy little toe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Little dune bug out in the sand. A little blue dune bug out in my hand. Little blue tune buggy 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 